On this episode of Movies Ruined My Life, we're talking all things... Okay. All things uh, X-Men, Weapon X, and the like. Ah, uh, fuck it. Perfect. All right. So this is Nick. Hey. This is East. Hello. Devin is off screen, but on microphone. Hello. And uh, I'm Brandon, and con- we're continuing our superhero month, if you will, comic book month, uh, with uh, our discussion on X-Men. Now, we decided to do X-Men as its own episode, separate from the Marvel episode, because obviously Marvel Studios and Marvel in its entirety has kind of put the kibosh on uh, the film series, or distanced themselves from it because of the fact that, you know, they sold the rights to Fox. Um. And plus, there's so many movies and so much content in the books and whatnot that we can totally do our own episode on this. Mm-hmm. So fuck mm-hmm. it. We could do a Wolverine episode, for fuck's sakes. So this episode's going to be everything. Just to be clear, we're going to address all the live-action X-Men films as well as all the peripheral Weapon X shit as well. Cool. A little bit. That's good. Okay. So a little bit of... Um, uh, Deadpool talk may go on, so spoiler alert, uh, spoiler alert off the jump. And that includes you, Devin, who has not seen the film yet, so you might have to put your fingers in ears and go, oh, 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 I also haven't minutes. seen it. Uh, oh, shit. Are you kidding me? Hand, hand wow. to Satan. Dude, I, uh, I was driving home in the middle of the night uh, on, on the Sunday. Like, it came out on the Friday, mm-hmm. and then I was out of town. I drove in on the Sunday and like sped uh, noticeably sped to get back into uh, you know a reasonable theater. I had to buy my ticket seven hours in advance. Yeah, uh, just to catch just to catch a screening the opening weekend so that I didn't have to deal with spoilers all week, mostly from fucking Nick. Be like, oh, I need to talk about this film with someone. It was good. There were so was many liners. <laughs> yeah, it was fantastic. Okay, but we'll get into that because that is the most recent. So we're gonna go chronologically. But before we get into it, um. The amazing cartoon of oh, our childhood. Wonderful. Yeah. Incredible. Yeah. Uh, and I think I think it very much for for an entire generation and, and the subsequent generations, to be quite honest, uh, it is one of the main reasons that it's kind of stapled as as a mainstay in uh, in pop culture. It's mm-hmm. it's such an important show for children. Uh, a lot of important messages, and then lots of just cool, crazy shit. It tackles All... a lot of the storylines that they had in the comics as well. Yeah, That's exactly. One of the best yeah. parts. Lots of great um, social commentary kind of embedded in there if you're looking for it as an adult, so you can rewatch it and mm-hmm. get something out of it in your 20s and your 30s and your 50s if you really want to. Uh, and then for kids, you just, you know, very colorful, super fun. Who was your favorite character? Uh, we're, let's do a quick roundtable. Who's your favorite character in the animated series? And tell me, tell me why. You want to start off, with Nick? I'll go with Wolverine. He was always pissed. Yeah, he was always like angry, pissed off, but he 
got the job done. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's one thing I really enjoyed about him. It's like he knew he was there. He's pissed. <laughs> he didn't want to be there. Yeah. Well, at some points, it's like he didn't even want to be there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Super. Uh, Favorite episode was the Days hero. of Future Past one. Yeah, yeah. Where he, like they time jump him, mm-hmm. and then he finds out he's married to Storm, Storm at one point. Yeah. Yeah. Storm with a mohawk. I did. I actually don't remember that. So they didn't do cable in the in the cartoon either. They did cable. They, oh, they did, oh, they did okay, cable, I but say. I think it was uh, Age of Apocalypse mm-hmm. when they were when they were bringing in the Apocalypse character. I watched the whole anime. Yeah, I remember, yeah, yeah, I remember um, that, that episode. Yeah, they brought in for Days of Futures Past. It was uh, it was Bishop. Yeah, it was Bishop. Bishop. Yeah, sorry, I'm an yeah. idiot. Which is why uh, Marty off to a rough start. There was here. a big there was a big change in the comic from that because yeah. the whole animated series is based on the Chris Claremont. You know, yellow, yeah, 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 blue team, yeah. yeah. Um, but you know, even still, for you know, making it for children, I think they did a very good job. Oh, amazing! There yeah. were some parts I was like, okay, I was watching as an adult. It's like they put that on TV for kids. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, but it's just like Looney Tunes or anything else that we've discussed. It's so great because literally, what as a child you're watching that and you're just kind of getting the the very basic first kind of introductory level of it. And then, like, as a parent with your child, you can also kind of take something away and enjoy oh, yeah. it. It's 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 actually really ambitious, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. much in the way of a Looney Tunes or a lot of these co- or cartoons that have carried on Scooby Doo, mm-hmm. you know, Scooby Doo's far far after their their original creation. Mm-hmm. So East, he's already taken Wolverine, uh, so oh, you can still do Wolverine, but no, mix gonna, it up. I'm gonna go with Beast. Beast, nice. Beast, um, Beast for the reason that uh, with your last name. Yep, and um, <laughs> and also because uh, he was the first time you see Beast pretty much on the show. It's like he gets locked up, he gets arrested, yeah, and then afterwards he gets out, and it's like he's straight up as a kid, like he's getting judged for being a blue hairy monster yeah. going to an art gallery, mm-hmm. you know, and people are looking at him all weird, and all he's trying to do is just talk to somebody, and he's getting judged, and that. I would say he was um, he and Jubilee were the best two characters that really showed people yeah, that were great. that Jubilee were different, you know. Especially with you know her growing with her powers on the show. Yeah, um, she was actually a, like her first introduction on the show was probably one of the funniest things I've ever seen. He's an oh, adult. The, the arcade. Yeah. She's at Is an arcade, what, yeah, and then her powers we go off, this, and yeah. she blows up the the arcade machine. Yeah, and the guy running the arcade's like, Do you know how much that machine cost? A quarter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it was uh that was good and also right? when um she broke her Walkman for like the seventh time <laughs> and she goes into the store and she and she's and she's there with Storm and she's like I broke it again. She's like, You'll control your powers someday. Like don't worry about it. Mm-hmm. Happens all the time. That's great. But uh but yeah, Beast was uh definitely my favorite man on the show. Awesome. Devin? Uh I like Gambit because he had a funny accent. He was always trying to have sex and he can make things explode. Yeah. It's kind of cards. a kind of a ridiculous power, yeah. really. What he had it? a staff. Yeah, he did have a staff. Yeah, I mean, not on yeah. the show though. Yeah, the show he just has. Are you sure? Yeah. No. Yeah, he had a staff. In the he show. had a staff had on the show. show. Yeah, he did. He did at the beginning of the credits, but give me, show me an episode where he actually busted out the staff. Okay. He made okay, it explode yeah. one time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he made it. Yeah, before the show ever started, <laughs> he, he threw it out a sentence in, 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 in the in the first episode. Fuck. <laughs> Guess I'm just going with the cards. <laughs> Oh, yeah. It wasn't in the budget that he got an And I, I really loved him kind of like always, you know, chasing Rogue. 
Yeah. That was a real cool. Rogue's character was probably fantastic. It was incredible. I totally had a crush on on Rogue as a kid. Yeah, know? I did too. Uh-huh. I don't even understand it, but I, you know, she was a sexual I, being. Yeah, maybe it's not something to that whole like you know you can't touch her <laughs> or else kind of thing. There's something to that forbidden fruit. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, little little something something there. Uh, I'm gonna go with Magneto. Wow. Oh, yeah. good call. Yeah, Magneto was amazing. And and very much the classic Magneto that as much as I like uh Ian McKellen, that he's you know, amazing. He's one of the best alive and working today. Uh but and as much as I love Michael Fassbender, like amazing. Uh there's just something about seeing that classic, you know, long gray hair and and this um, arrogance that I almost miss from uh-huh. the films, because as much as McKellen is is arrogant, he's very purposeful. Like he's he's very driven, and I like that. There's those moments in in the show where it's he's almost just kind of doing it because he can. Yeah, and <laughs> and he's also almost um, almost like uh, mystical to a yeah. certain degree on the show. Like uh, there's yeah, a- when he shows up, everyone just kind of. Really, like, fucking Magneto's here. It's becoming on. Another great, like, a a really great episode. I think it was when um, Apocalypse was coming to town. And, um... That's the Christmas episode? Yep. Uh, (laughs) um, (laughs) Apocalypse is coming to town. Hey. Um, Anyway, so he's fucking coming to the Earth. And, um... They go and get Magneto because they realize they need his help. And he's just sitting in, like... Kind of like this, like, Asteroid M sort of thing before Asteroid M happens. Yeah. And he's just in this chair... With his helmet off, and he was like, "What do you need, beings? You know, like <laughs> yeah, exactly." He's almost just like, "What do you want from me?" Because I've already distanced myself. Because I, I'm not going to fight my best friend, Charles. I've given up on that. So I'm just going to sit in my fortress and watch the world burn. It's interesting. Professor yeah. X was an amazing character too. Because Absolutely. Something they didn't do in the movies as much as they did in the animated series was Professor X got in in the action. Yeah. Oh yeah. He was in on it. He had his like floaty chair that went through. Yeah, but he was fighting alongside them. He was pretty much like the unofficial. He is the leader of the X Men. He is, mm-hmm. yeah. And he <laughs> showed it. Saying it's in the name. He pretty much got them. Okay. I think it was one episode. He fought uh, Juggernaut. And like somebody he fought Juggernaut. He like somebody really. Like, I don't like, remember that episode. Juggernaut yeah. sw- swats Second him season. away. Yeah. Somebody gets Juggernaut's helmet <laughs> off, mm. and then he takes him out. Yeah, it was Cyclops. Uh, Shot him here and here, and then somebody else got like one of the other tags off, and it yeah. was like a huge battle. Yeah, and I remember that because he knocked out, uh, knocked out his brother. Bye, yeah. brother. Yeah, <laughs> puts him like in a coma almost. Yeah, the um, the Phoenix storyline, which we're going to get into, and in, uh, you know, when we get to X three. Uh, very well done in the cartoon. Yeah, you you get both sagas. Yeah, yeah. you get both. Phoenix and it, and the great thing about the show is that they did the Phoenix saga, brought it and tied the Star Jammers into it. Mm-hmm. You know, you get some, which sounds like a delicious fruit snack. Oh yeah, I think the the series got Cyclops down. I think the movies, <laughs> like Cyclops, is a very important character to um to X Men, and I feel that the uh, movies just fucking did butchered them. Yeah, I would say the same for Rogue. The movies butchered Rogue. Oh yeah, yeah man! All they had to do well, when she touched Magneto at the end of the first one, and she got the streaks in her hair. That's how they could have made her fly. 
True. You know what I mean? Because mm. she absorbs some of his powers, so, right? So, yeah, he can't, she's actually not flying. She's just pushing off the ground. Mm. Yeah. You know what I mean? They could have done it that sort of way, but instead it was just like, ah, oh, Rogue, you just touch people. Yep. And not in a good way. No. Yeah. It's all bad touch. Yeah. No touch. No, no, no touch Rogue. No touchy. No touchy Rogue. <laughs> okay. So, because we're already starting to uh, blend into it, are you gentlemen ready to get into the live action films? Yeah, yep. absolutely. Okay. So, 2000 rolls around, and uh, X-Men mm-hmm. hits screens. Um, Hugh Jackman, a reasonable unknown, is cast. Tall Australian cat to play a little Canadian fellow. Uh, and there's a lot of skeptical people. And, you know, fast forward to now, and, and you realize that... Uh, he's you know, the sexiest man alive? He's the sexiest man alive. End of conversation. Um, <clears throat> this film, for me, has one of the best, and I know they reused it uh, for the uh, first class opening, but one of the, the most emotional fucking scenes I've ever seen in a comic book film with Magneto as a child, and it opens on, on in the concentration camp. And he's being torn away from his family, and he's screaming, and he's crying, and he's pulling at the fence with his, essentially with his mind, and 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 pulling the fence down as there the two guards are trying to pull him away, and just the fucking agony in that scene. Um, I, I honestly believe if you were to take a single scene of any comic book movie and say this is art, mm-hmm. that would be the one that I offer up. Rest of the movie notwithstanding, because I do have some problems, and I'm sure we're going to get into it. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. I will agree with you on that. But that, that scene... Um, and it capsulized... It, it capsulized, like, now you yeah, see because, his motivation. Yeah, exactly. Like he has you, all you this motivation. You can never hate Magneto. You can never hate Magneto. You understand no, Magneto's yeah, hate of humanity, because and, he's and seen his, it at its his worst. Mis- yeah, yeah, like his distrust in them. Yeah. You, you understand, okay, I don't trust you because you do terrible things. Yeah. Um, you know, and you... you um, you lash out at what's different, and that's pretty pretty scary. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm getting goosebumps a little bit just talking about yeah, it like, here. It's like, so. like a shiver Fuck. just went up my spine on that one. Yeah, I remember watching that scene as a kid as well. And I'm waiting years for an X-Men movie. You know what I mean? Yeah. I still have my ticket stub from when I saw it when I was a kid. Yeah. You know? Um, that scene was, uh, yeah, it really got you, you know? I just felt watching X-Men by the time, you know, you got to the end of it. I was like, man, I can't wait for number two. (laughs) Which was good. Yeah. It was good. Oh, for yeah. Two was pretty decent. But one, it was just like, I don't think there has been a successful team-oriented comic book film Mm. that has executed itself properly in 90 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Because you don't get enough character development. Mm -hmm. X-Men did it because... They were just Marvel kind of, let's face it, they were kind of like, fuck, we got to make money off of this. Mm. We got to do something with it. And then made that movie. Yeah, a great movie. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes has it at 81%. Uh, Metacritic 64, which is actually, I, I was looking through the reviews and they the the favorable reviews are, are very much applauding the same kind of stuff that we are. You know, the, um, the uh, unabashed addressing of the social taboos that still exist nowadays Mm -hmm. you know um all you know i suppose that again nazi germany is kind of an easy target in some ways but uh, again it's it's still an awkward thing to bring up in society and and it's a brilliant way to uh to bring this villain in that you're supposed to just hate and you can't that's the thing he's not 
the thing with Magneto is that he's not even really like a he's not really a villain. Mm-hmm. He's just uh he's not really in He's a broken man. He's yeah, he's not even really an anti hero. He's just he's just a guy that's been really fucking hurt. Yeah. He's seen his family torn away from him, like legitimately mm-hmm. torn from mm-hmm. him, his hands. Mm-hmm. And he knows what's going to happen. Yeah. He knows where they're going. Yeah, it was... Did you guys ever read the comics when he was a uh, leader of um, New Mutants? I can't read. No. Oh, yeah. okay. Um, it was very interesting because you have Magneto that's head of, you know, the New Mutants. Like, all the kids. The young kids. Yeah, yeah. And, I mean, and he's very... I've, I've read yeah, it. I'm sorry. sorry. I, anyway, I was he's just, totally kidding. I find it interesting <laughs> that he's just... Uh, that how protective, how protective Magneto is over his... Over those kids, you know what I mean? There was one... I think. I remember there was another animated series that came out with uh, X-Men. It was X-Men Evolution. Yeah. And they had an episode with Magneto, and he's trying to bring... He's trying to keep Captain America alive. Because mm-hmm. he's frozen, and like he's trying to keep him alive. Yeah. And like these guys are trying to figure out why is he trying to steal this much power, this and that. So the X-Men try to the X-Men go in and try to like stop him. Mm-hmm. Once they figure out what he's doing, it's like, okay, maybe Magneto has humanity because Yeah, he absolutely does. And East, you're you're totally right. Like this this just super paternal figure that he, he it's he, that he kind of bounces between because as much as he very much is willing to and you do see it in the film as well, just kind of discard kind of the people who are no longer, you know, mm-hmm. imperative to his plan. He he still is very much um He's caring for the mutant society mm-hmm. on the whole. And, you know, obviously, mo- most everyone's already heard, you know, um, Kevin Smith's thoughts that very much it almost is a gay parable and these kinds of things. And it's very interesting that there is um, – you can literally apply Magneto's struggle to – which is a very extreme struggle, um, but one that you can connect with to pretty much – any great strife, whether that be a you know human rights issue or mm-hmm. a, a social issue, etc. Yeah, but the way he goes about doing like correcting that, that struggle, was kind of redundant. The way he goes about correcting that struggle is kind of different. He goes to like extremes, especially in the first movie. He tries to yeah, turn like I'm not saying he's all in the York. right, but yeah. Then again, if I was him, I'd probably try to turn all of New York into uh, into mutants into pudding. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> isn't even good pudding. <clears throat> okay. Um, I know it's a fairly common conception that uh, that Storm doesn't get her due. Nope. At the uh, you know under under Halle Berry's uh, tutelage. Tutelage is that a good? No, it's not a good word at all. But but it sounds Halle good. Berry, yeah, it does sound. <laughs> it's go we, back to titillating from the uh, wow. Batman episode. <laughs> it's so interesting though because in the first movie she has an accent. Yes, she tries to stick with the accent, and then the second movie it's gone. Mm-hmm. Where'd it go? And it's so it's so shitty because I was just thinking about this uh, as I was introducing the storm point into this. Um, obviously, she at one point is married to Black Panther, so we're never. Gonna she get was to, a princess. Yeah, like uh, we're we're not going to get to see some some sweet love in between Black Panther and Storm. No, maybe uh, that's, Wolverine that's and Storm. Yeah, that would be all right. No, it looked, uh, well, it looked like it was kind of going that way at the end of the third one. It did, but then you get into like. Day, what is it, Days of Future Past, where they correct the timeline? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I have I have a lot of qualms with this fucking franchise. Yeah, there is there is some problems, and, and 20th Century Fox, you know, will admit that they've been kind of careless to some extent about kind of just throwing out movies and, and just trying to retcon down the road and trying to fix their mistakes do, through patchwork and so forth. 
Um, you guys want to? Yeah, are we comfortable? Everyone said their points. With you guys, don't like everyone doesn't like uh, Storm. <laughs> well, nobody no. likes Storm. I, I like Halle Berry. Not a big fan of Storm. I wasn't I think, a big I, like I said. I wasn't a big fan of Rogue. Yeah. I think Halle Berry is channeling the uh, the original character, which is a uh, uh, girl who does voices and also can can uh, uh, summon storms. But they they shortened it because she. That's not much of a power. Okay, so then they so then they she's, took away the voice thing. Yeah, she's good. At it. Yeah, <laughs> they took away the voice thing for the second one. <laughs> so instead of yeah, I like that. I forgot about that X Men. That's great. So she did turn Ray Park into a. She like electrocuted the shit out of him. Didn't yeah, she? yeah. That was probably funny. Poor Darth Maul. Yeah, didn't see it coming. Yeah, <laughs> and he went down an elevator shaft too. Oh yeah. Or no, was it an elevator? No, she threw him out the window. Yeah, she threw him out the window. You see him landing in the lake. Yeah, so Toad could have survived. <laughs> yeah. Nah, whatever. They were, they were supposed to all survive. Yeah. <laughs> PG. Yeah. <laughs> okay, you wanted to get into Rogue. Let's do it. Okay. Rogue. The one character who is more... She was the most independent character, comic-wise, cartoon-wise. It's in the name. It's Rogue. Yeah. They turn her into a whiner, and she wants to be like everybody else. Mm-hmm. That's where I got my gripe with. Throughout the three films that she's in, mm. she wants to be a normal human. Yeah. Rogue never cared about that. She just wanted to be... She wanted to touch people. She wanted to touch people. <laughs> she did touch people. Yeah. Um, but yeah, she was reluctant with her powers. Absolutely. I, I concur. I um, I think, though, and it's so weird to say this because I agree with you that the character isn't written that well, but like Wolverine isn't actually written all that in line with his characteristics in the comics but because of the performance of hugh jackman and and to some extent ironically this is a film that the performances make or break the characters you'd think that a lot of this would be made made or break fuck it uh would be (laughs) saved or or lost in the editing room um but in this case hugh jackman giving a strong performance you whether you thought he was a good wolverine or not you thought he was fantastic and you wanted to see more of him and and subsequently obviously they've made like 40,000 wolverine centric films um you know so with rogue it, perhaps if she was just if the performance was heightened if there was anything there that wasn't on the page maybe we would be having a different conversation like oh wow this this take on rogue is very brave but it's instead we've we've just got the performance that we have which is kind of lost on us beyond the fact that they they use her as a tool as a plot device Mm -hmm. in the film which is so fucking weak yeah it's uh i just found it very meh and quite a cop-out you know what i mean like don't jubilee rogue yeah you know what i mean yeah she was a jubilee surrogate don't jubilee rogue Mm -hmm. they're two different people you don't need to do that yeah you know Mm -hmm. In fact, why don't you just give me Jubilee? Yeah. No, I, I thought the same thing. We actually had this conversation, Nick and I, off air, that she was basically Jubilee, and why don't you just have Jubilee in the and film? And they had Jubilee at one point in the second film, and she's the, only and in, in passing. The, and in the first one. Did, what? In the first one. She's sitting, she sits right next to Shadowcat. Yeah, she oh, does. There's, right, there's, yeah. There's this, this, is, this is what's fucked. There's three iterations of Shadowcat over four movies. Yeah. There's two Jubilees, mm-hmm. or three Jubilees. Three now. Yeah. Yeah, three Jubilees, one coming out, going to be yeah. an apocalypse. Two angels. Oh, she likes girls? Yep. Sweet. Two angels. Two angels. Three colossus. Two, well, t- no, two, two colossus, because the same colossus. guy is two. Yep. Uh, he didn't show up until the second Two Psylocks. 
Yeah. Three toads. And a partridge in a pear tree. And two banshees. Mm. Mm. Yeah. No. Two saber tooths. Oh, yeah. Yep, two saber tooths. And the second one was probably the best one. Yeah, Liv Schreiber, oh. again, not completely loyal to the character, but a mag. A magnetic performance. So he was, you're, the, you're, he was the best part stuck to of that like terrible the, film. Because yeah, the first saber tooth was quiet. We're bouncing around a little bit. So yeah, like the first saber tooth was all quiet and primal. And he's a pro wrestler. Yeah. yeah. Then you get to Schreiber. It's like I'm going to antagonize the shit out of you. Yeah. Very menacing. Very. But um, we'll get to that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, can we just do a quick round of favorite scenes? Uh, and at the same time as you do favorite scene, uh, do your least favorite scene as well. So favorite, least favorite, then we'll get moving on. Because we got a lot of movies to cover, gentlemen. In, in X Men One, yeah, you no, in fucking Wolverine. Okay, yeah, in X Men One. <laughs> okay, I was just making sure. Okay, yes, I'm sorry. I apologize. I need time to heal. I know. Okay. Too bad you don't have, you know, Wolverine's healing. <laughs> I was going to say that. Yeah. Um, we're we're kindred spirits, you and I, sir. Uh-huh. Um, I would say favorite scene in the first X Men. Um, the Magneto scene at the very beginning. Yeah. Uh, least favorite scene. Funny enough. Uh, do those? Does it hurt every single time you pull them out? Every time. I did. Yeah. Shut up. Just cut it. It's not. Shut needed. up, Logan. Yeah. You don't feel pain. Yeah. In fact, all well, he pa- does feel pain. He just... Or you. But you, you. You. He turns it into fucking rage. Yeah. Berserker rage. Mm-hmm. Which. You fucking don't even... Uh, anyway. Nick? Favorite scene would be the end where Xavier and Magneto are playing chess. Great. And they get into an argument and you hear Magneto screaming at him as they're wheeling him away from his prison cell. Mm. And then least favorite? Probably where Wolverine finds Rogue in the back of his truck and they yeah. start arguing. That's a real fucking it's like my- 90s buddy cop moment or something my name's marie yeah. yeah where where am i gonna go i don't know yeah thanks huey devange um i don't know That's a tough <laughs> one. <laughs> um it's a fair answer i mean like my my favorite scene is just your favorite scene concentration, concentration camp, camp. Yeah. yeah amazing and yeah. so i don't want to take just, that but just, I'm no you can it, so <laughs> there totally you go. do it uh, least favorite. I hate a twist, and then Mystique still alive impersonating the senator. <laughs> Who was the guy that said "son of a bitch" in that scene? There was like it was like Bobby, and then another mutant scene next to him in the Xavier Mansion. I still can't figure out what mutant he is because there's like a whole bunch of kids watching the television. I'm trying to figure out who the fuck. Okay, is if this anyone guy? knows that, uh, tweet at Nick this week at Ginger's underscore Revenge. Please do. I'm curious as shit. This is yeah. like the unsolved mystery. <laughs> <laughs> Cue the music. <laughs> okay. Um, obviously, my actual favorite is the concentration camp scene. Um, but just to change it up, uh, I actually I can't. Don't, I can't change. Don't it up. lie. Um, yeah. No. I, yeah. There's there's not much I like. I do like the moment um, when Mystique shows up and uh, and and. Logan knows it's not. Uh, was it Storm that she was disguised as, or Jean? Oh. In any case, and and sinks his fucking claws, claws into her. her. Yeah, and then obviously that that plays a role later in storms. the films. Yeah, it was Storm. Yeah, it was I'm pretty yeah, sure. Yeah, because then she goes, oh, and then she transforms. Yeah. yeah. 
And then my least favorite is the um, when they're transforming the uh, the senator into uh, in that terrible like early two thousands fucking style of uh, CG that just looks like it looks like shit. bubbles. It looks like you know. Get into my bubble machine. Looks like shit. Um, yeah, it's terrible, and 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 his whole aesthetic like is is not convincing. It's it's amazing that this is a decade after T one thousand came out, and you can look at T one thousand and be like, okay, that's maybe it's not the best CG, but it's it's done purposefully for the film. So even if your CG work can't be, um, you know, at at the level you want it, you'd think that they they try and minimize it or or use it in an effective way, and they made no effort. It was just like just get this out, release it. We're going to make a ton of money, so screw it. So that's my least favorite. Um, any final thoughts on this film, gentlemen? It got me really excited for two. Yeah, it did. Yep. Yeah, I will agree with you there. I walked out happy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. This is all retrospective gripes. Mm-hmm. Um. You want to get into two, and then we'll do a break after two? Do it. All okay. right. Um, okay, X2, what, 2003? Uh-huh. Uh, 20th Century Fox, again, obviously. They're all 20th Century Fox. That's why we have to do them in a separate episode than the other <laughs> Marvel films. Um, great movie. Great movie. Um, this one's at 86% on Rotten Tomatoes, uh, 68 on Metacritic. Uh, which is a pretty high score for Metacritic, and I love this film. It's my favorite of the original trilogy, per se. This is probably the best of them. Yeah. Well, for sure. Of the original trilogy. Yeah, yeah. the original, yeah. yeah. But I find they found like their workhorse in which Wolverine. Which is Wolverine. And yeah. they're like, okay, take the team aspect away. Let's go on Wolverine's background here. Yeah. And then add the team in after, and then find places for them. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it was good, though. It was kind of a right story, plot device. Okay, we got Wolverine's background, but since he's with to, the X Men, mm-hmm. he gets them involved. Yeah, and you get to uh, there's a nice message in there, and that like you're always stronger in numbers. Like you can always you always need someone to lean on. So mm-hmm. there's something nice there for people. I also love the whether it's accurate or inaccurate, and whatever you want to say about it. I just love the introduction of Weapon X. And, and you kind of hinted at that. Was, that you that know. was great. Mm-hmm. Um, because it does open up the possibility of so many things that we're now getting to experience, which mm-hmm. is fantastic. Subplots. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Different story arcs. It's incredible. Mm-hmm. And Stryker is amazing in this film. I think everybody showed off a lot of their chops in this yeah, one. Yeah. Yeah. My favorite line that Stryker says is, I was killing people in Nam while you were sucking on your mother's titted Woodstock. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Fuck Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, fantastic. And a good actor to play Stryker. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Brian Cox. Yep, Brian Incredible. Cox. Also mm-hmm. the original Hannibal Lecter. Yeah, from Manhunter, yeah. Mm-hmm. Which has like that fucking 10-minute uh, scene of just William Peterson running up and down the ramp. Mm-hmm. Just <laughs> He gets so upset from talking to Hannibal Lecter. He's, just, he's like, ah, and runs off. And then you just watch him run down every single stair all the way to the bottom. It's just a fixed shot. You know, there's lots of booms that drop into the frame in that film as well. It's like you you could you make a drinking game out of that movie. It's uh, it's fantastic. Hmm. In any case, back to X Men. <laughs> back to X Men. Get introduced to some new characters. We got Stryker. First appearance of Colossus. Yep. And I enjoyed Colossus because mm-hmm. he just was there for like five minutes. 
Yeah. But he punched the bad guy through a wall. No, yeah. no accent again. No accent yeah. again. Yeah. But I did like the fact that he was like, uh, I can help you. He was just, he was like kind of like. He was a kid too, and he's just yeah. willing to like lay it he on the line. He already had characteristics of Colossus. Yeah, I yeah. thought, I didn't mind the fact that he didn't have an accent because I was like, well, fuck. They already hit. You know, Colossus better than they hit Cyclops throughout this entire franchise. They hit Colossus better than they hit uh, Storm. Yeah. Regardless yeah. of the accent, like, you still, like, I'm yep. willing to do what needs to be done. Very frustrating as a fan. Very frustrating, yeah. Yeah. Um, but the great favorite scene in two. Yeah, let's just do that because we're going to be here forever if we fucking. Favorite scene in two, uh, the Berserker Rage when all the military guys are coming oh, through. I love and Wolverine is just cutting oh, fucking people up. Yeah. But I love you know? how he like he knows what's going on. Like he's in there. He's like, "Guys, got any beer?" It's a school. I'll take that as a no. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he gets a coke out of the fridge. It's hot. it's pretty much yeah. nice and hot. There's some nice banter between the two of them, between uh, Iceman and him. But I love that how he goes. I love how he turns. It's like, so you guys are dating. So how do you guys? We're working on it. <laughs> Body condom. He <laughs> <laughs> uh, freezes his dick. I don't know why, how you couldn't possibly like the the only like they could have ended this this entire movie after seven minutes and I would have been happy like the the initial scene with Nightcrawler. Oh, the amazing. coolest thing. Yeah. Oh, ever. when he gets into oh, the oh, when he gets yeah. into the White House, <laughs> he's just yeah. popping around, beating the shit out of everybody, yeah. <laughs> and that black smoke everywhere. Like, you see his uh, tail come out with the knife. Oh, so yeah. good, mm-hmm. so fantastic. Good. Um, and the too. music and, and you too. get some humanity in Storm for the first time. And you know, mm-hmm. it's nice. I I also um, honorable mention to uh, Wolverine chaining up Striker to the wheels of the. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah, with the, with the X on his face. That, yeah, and that's such a Batman uh, thing too. You <laughs> yeah. know, like I it, from 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 you. Dark <laughs> from uh, from Batman Begins. Yeah, like I'm not gonna kill you, but I don't have to save you either. Something yeah. might kill you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then at the end, when you, uh, you I'm just gonna chain you up, and if you drown, that's your own fault. And then, <laughs> yeah, and then it pans to the water, and you see what what could be a phoenix about to come out with yeah. the uh with it gives you so Jansen. much hope i remember seeing that and and just losing my shit like I'm i just like want to sit in the theater and be like i'm staying here until the next movie comes out oh for sure <laughs> it's just and know. then oh man i'll see you in two years i saw that as a warning more than anything because whenever um spider-man movies get up to carnage that's when they reboot the series <laughs> every time so oh, i saw that and i was like okay x-men reboot yeah. four more years it's coming <laughs> oh man that's so true yeah we'll never get carnage <laughs> we're, never. yeah we're hopefully we get a decent venom this time around i hope they add venom to guardians yeah that would be cool agent venom works but then hmm. you got it, yeah. Iron Man and all this shit too. Doesn't matter. Just, yeah. Well, you're already gonna have, you know. Plus, they haven't even already. They haven't got all of the Guardians in there as it is, so they got to, you know, get some. Or Kurt Russell's in the next one. Oh really? Oh, oh yeah. Is Adam Warlock. I don't know yet. Oh fuck. I, th- I think he's. I think he's playing um dude's dad. Oh yeah. Which cool. would be wicked. Yeah. Chris Pratt and Kurt Russell. He'll be just like you know Jack Burton. I just hope he has. That. <laughs> I want him to see. I want to see an eye patch. I don't care if the character has an eye patch or not. Just put it. Just iPad. put it on Kurt Russell. Yeah, yeah. the check is in the mail, <laughs> along with the eye patch. <laughs> Where to set? <laughs> oh, back to X Men. Yeah, I had such high hopes at the end of two. Yeah, me too. Okay, uh, Nick, you want to go first? Or you want me to go first? Uh, you go first. Okay, my favorite. Uh, my favorite scene uh, in X Two. 
when they're going to the base, they're going to Alkali Lake, and um, they have to send in uh, Mystique oh, as Wolverine. Oh, you stole mine. Oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah, and like, I, you know, I know, uh, I know my work. Shoot it. That, that whole exchange. Brilliant. Brilliant. Uh, great scene. And just like the slides into the door and the middle finger. It's just, it's so mm-hmm. good. Um, the best was uh, Wolverine turns to Magneto. She's good. You have no, no idea. idea. Yeah. Fantastic. Fantastic yeah. film. And, oh, man. And like, that and that scene, too, when they're in the tent. Mm. And she's like, I can be anything you want. And then she turns from Jean into Storm into Rogue. And it's yeah. just like... She just wants to get down, and he's just totally she totally playing with his head. Yeah, and you're the only one that left the mark. The whole thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I I really like just love Rebecca Romaine Stamos. Oh. We're back to just Rebecca Romaine now, right? Yeah. But um, in this role, and one thing, even though she's completely supposed to be like completely naked and all that shit, I. <sighs> I don't know how she does it, but as much as I know that I'm watching a beautiful woman and she's beautiful, doesn't matter if she's covered in blue paint or not. I never was like, I, I, I was never like, ooh, ah, tits as a man, you no. know, that never kicked in. It was just like, I, I want to see more of this amazing character. So interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I, I, fantastic. Fantastic. Oh, agreed. Yeah. So Nick, I'm sorry I stole yours. But I have another good one. Okay. It's uh, when Nightcrawler's talking to... Rebecca Romaine's character in the tree. It's like, so you can take people's appearance, even their voices. Yeah. And then she mimics she his voice. voice. But for Bullshit, me, yeah. being a fan of the comics, I already know that Nightcrawler is her kid, is Mystique's kid. Nice. So I'm like, it's like a mother talking to her son, but it's like they haven't really gotten that far yet. Yeah. But like, then you fast forward to Days of Future Past and you see the character Asriel, mm-hmm. the red guy. Yeah. You can transmute through walls. Yeah. He's got the same tail as Nightcrawler. Yeah. That's the father. Yeah. yeah. So they haven't really pieced it together yet, but it's there. It's getting there. Oh, for sure. And I'm like thinking, I'm like, that's somebody, that's her kid. Well, and they're talking to each other. That's yeah. Cool. Yeah. I think they can, I think it's what's going to be really interesting in Apocalypse is hopefully they address that. I hope Because there's do. such a, there's such a gap of years between first class and the days of But they have past. a Nightcrawler in there too, in the new one. Yeah, the Age of Apocalypse. So I'm wondering if that's going to get addressed. Yeah, or they're well, going to cop because or they're going to cop Azrael's dead anyway, right? Yeah, so. but, she, but or Zazel, sorry, yeah, Zazel. but wow. she could. I pulled the opposite of East in the Batman episode. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. I said Azrael too. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, um, so Azazel, yeah, Azazel. But at the same time, because of the years don't, that are in there, don't message us angrily. You don't know. Um, you know, for all we know, uh, Mystique and him got it on. Oh, oh yeah. totally. Blue and red makes. What color again? Purple? Yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> what color is that? <laughs> Wasn't that the smoke that was coming off him in the White House? Yeah. It was like a purple, purple black. Smoke. Yeah. Mm. Um, We've all done our scenes. Any deep. final thoughts on X2 before we had to break? I was. It made me really excited for three, and then my heart broke. Okay. <sighs> so we're going to come back. We're going to do three, and all of our hearts are going to break all over again. Damn you, Brett Ratner. Yeah. Okay, so remember to come back next week and check out our debate, uh, probably the strangest debate you'll ever hear, on uh, Captain America versus Iron Man. East is running the show, and Devin and I are uh, arguing our points. He's taking Iron Man, and I'm defending Cap. So come back and join us next week, and uh, it'll be fun. I hope. I hope so. I don't know. 
All right. Are you ready, gentlemen? Born ready. Let's talk about fucking Brett Ratner. The last taking, stand. Taking a diarrhea on my dreams of X-Men. Yep. And dashing my hopes of Sentinels. Huge dash of hopes on Sentinels. Yeah. Oh. Now, Devin, you had an interesting point during break. You mentioned... Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, Hater. Yeah. Uh, David Hater, the voice of Solid Snake. Yeah. Um, uh, he wrote, um, or he was... Uh, it was it was multiple people writing the screenplay on, on um, the first two, but he, uh, David Hater, uh, was on both of those and wasn't on the third one. So I don't think you can put it necessarily just down to the director. Yeah. Because, I mean, I think that has so much to do with what... what was good about the first starting was the content. It, yeah. I mean, it's not um, necessarily the the you know the the film work that no, yeah, like know, we already talked about with the first two. It's really the stand up performances that that draw you in. It's not the camera work. It's not the effects. It's not the sound. It's nothing like it. it's it's the acting legitimately in a comic book film, and, and also and, the character development too. Yeah, like yeah. it goes to shit come the third one. Yeah. He was also uh, like he he was um, on the the screenplay team of uh, uh, the Watchmen as well. Yeah, we talked um, about that. Yeah, and 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 that um, you know you great superhero film, great superhero film uh, on both the X Men ones. Uh, you know the uh, Watchmen, great superhero film. Third X Men, awful. Uh, I'm not getting awful. into the Watchmen one again. Yeah, yeah. we went down that road. <laughs> it didn't go well. No. All right, gentlemen. So. Do you even want to do a favorite scenes for this one? I, I actually have a favorite scene. In this okay, one. so do let's, I. Let's let's kick it off and let's start with Nick so that I don't get confused about order here. Um, I'm I'm a simple favorite lad. scene, and it's like a minus a minuscule one at that. It's when Famke Jensen's character wakes up in the medical bay, mm. and she just starts going like she wants to like pretty much jump Wolverine at this point, like jump yeah. his bones, and then she just throws him aside for a purpose. Yeah. Shows him aside, and then she just walks away. But god damn, she's so hot. That's the only. That's that's my only favorite scene. Like, just save the whole movie. Yeah, like, <laughs> I don't even care. I couldn't like watch that scene over and over again. It's like this chick's a badass. She's mm. hot as shit. I like it. And that was it. And was she's my... sadistic as fuck. Yeah, yeah. Uh, mine was in Beast. Rips shit up finally. Yeah. Actually, yeah. see Kelsey Grammer as Beast. Yeah. And ripping shit. Up. He was great. He was great. The, the makeup on him was incredible, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was. Um, I don't think anyone else could have played him at, you know. As an older Beast? Yeah. yeah as an older perfect. Beast, he was perfect. Well spoken. Yeah. Methodical. He was. Uh, but fierce. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. He was. He, he was Beast. Mm-hmm. That's. That that was another character, which I honestly think that was the only one that really kind of got right. Yeah. I like his back and forth with Wolverine, too. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's like the whole movie, they're just pretty much like jab for jab at each other. Yeah. And I love how later on you get into it and that's he talks about it with the with like young uh, Beast, how they're friends and stuff mm-hmm. like that. It's so interesting, the relationship. Also a cool how note. How it's even alluded to in the films. Cool note. His X Men suit is different than the others. He's got that older style. The yellow and yep. the yellow is in there. Mm-hmm. He's got the older style suit, which means he was probably he was on the ground floor when yeah, they were building this thing. Exactly. Yeah. A little call back. Yeah. Very very nice. Also a different actor than he was in two. Yes. True. Yes. Um, Devin. Uh I like um, 
Uh, even though I said I hate twists, uh, I don't necessarily hate every twist. <laughs> I'm going to go back on that. Because Magneto at the end, um, he, he gets cured the chess and then he, he is able to move the chess piece a little bit. Yeah, it and might the have been the glimmer wind. in his eye. Yeah. <laughs> I, li- I like that he just went back to uh, to just being an old man, too. It's like immediately yeah. like loses his powers and he's like, fuck the movement. I'm going to play chess in the park. <laughs> <laughs> I'm old. <laughs> This is what I want to do. <laughs> it's like an old man at the end of his time. <laughs> so interesting. I used to be a leader. Yeah. <laughs> he's trying to. He's just pulling a silent bob from Mallrats the whole time, just trying to move one. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Does he really move it, or is it just the wind? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Or is, it the or is it just like a tilt of the camera? It's like cut. Yeah. <laughs> um, as much as we've kind of complained that that. I don't think we were complaining about James Marsden. I think we were complaining about the the you know the lack, devel- the lack of development the with the character. I very much like watching him fall apart on screen. Mm-hmm. I I really enjoyed it, uh, and I love that that glimmer of hope when he finds Gene at Alkali Lake, and and then of course she fucking rips him apart. Yeah, and it, it, it's a great moment. But it's I love how. Moment. Professor X senses that she's alive. Get to Alkali Lake yeah. now. Yeah, it's like he doesn't even say please or anything. He just knows. Like you guys got to get there now. Something's wrong. Okay. Professor cracking the whip. Yep, I like it. Mm-hmm. Sitting from his chair. Yep. Any final thoughts on X Men? Because I, I I like that we're staying positive here, gentlemen. So X three fan service. Yeah, huge with just Vinnie bring, Jones bringing characters in that are just mm-hmm. yeah. Not even that. The whole juggernaut bitch yeah, thing. Yeah. That was pure fan service. Yeah, and really not a line that Vinnie Jones could deliver. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is it? Can you really even call it fan service when it's like fan service to something that was like a joke? That, the that was, it was an internet yeah, joke, but like, they just, it counts as fan service. It's like people it's just meme watched service, it. Yeah, really, it is meme you know? service. <laughs> like, and, and is that Ellen Page's character Shadowcat as her portrayal of Shadowcat? I gotta, I must say, I did enjoy it. Yeah. Because Shadowcat was a wisecracker. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I agree. Um, I think Rebecca Romaine in 3 was probably... She was my favorite part of 3, to be honest with you. Yeah. How you saw how her character changed and developed and actually... She was pissed. She got to be Mystique. Yeah. She, you know, she had lines in this one, you know? <laughs> and she really kind of... Um, Really pushed the story throughout most of it. I think Absolutely. she was. I think she was the best part of three. Yeah, I, I put her up there. And all the things that went wrong with all the heroes they killed. Mm-hmm. Our uh, first glimpse of the danger room. Yeah, fantastic. I mean, it did kind of dash my hopes for Sentinels. Yeah, but nice. We'll I like it. it. Yeah. All right, gentlemen. Uh, what comes next chronologically? Because I'm drawing a blank the here. Wolverine. The yeah. Wolverine's next. X Men Origins Wolverine. Is it? Yep. Yeah. Oh fuck! Great. <laughs> Here's a piece of shit. All right. Not thir- really. <laughs> it's salvageable. Lee Shriver's character. Well, Rotten Tomatoes doesn't link so. Thirty-eight percent. Yeah, but I. Do I tend inter- to concur with them. I enjoyed Lee Shriver's character yeah. immensely. Oh yeah, that's oh, part sure. of the film. That's part of the film. He's he's great. I'm not taking anything away from Lee Shriver, but let's face it, Deadpool. That was he fucked that up. Yeah. How do you fuck and, that and up? It's so funny. Have you heard Ryan Reynolds talk about that? By the way, uh, 
Say it for the okay. Listeners. So there's I I think it's that Google talk that he had. I could be mistaken, but I think uh, th- there's a question from one of the guys at Google in, in the audience that's like, hey, you know, with, you know, what with with Deadpool X or you know X Men Origins Wolverine blah, blah blah, and he's talking. I think it's that, but I, you know, with Deadpool recently coming out, I've seen so much press with him. Obviously, he's all over the fucking internet, viral videos, everything. But um, he's talking about how. When he was doing uh, Blade Trinity, um, one of the producers at uh, 20th Century Fox is like, I think it's 20th Century Fox. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah. it was a producer somewhere that got word to 20th Century Fox. If not, like, if you ever do Wade Wilson, this guy's fucking Wade Wilson. And and that was actually where he first experienced the character. Came across that, you know, I'm a mix between Ryan Reynolds and Sharpay joke. Mm-hmm. And, like, you know, he's like, I'm in this fucking comic. I'm totally this guy. Uh, and fell in love with the comic. But... Uh, it, through that when when they got through filming uh he he kind of he said like you know they're not gonna fans aren't gonna like what you've done and fox was very much like oh no 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 we know what we're doing don't worry and then he's sitting at home and he gets a call from from one of the you know one of the producers or studio executives exec or something like that and and it's he's uh he's saying to him on the phone um you know you gotta we've tested the film Fans are freaking out. I'm like, well, you got to get down here. We got to do something, and that's why they shot that post-credit sequence with the head and him opening the eyes, just to give a glimmer of hope, so that people didn't like flip out. Yeah, and people wanted him after this. It's like that's a de- yeah. that's Deadpool. Like we but all then see they just, it. They actually did legitimately because of that. Like they buried it. They straight up buried it. But it's so funny that you know they knew, or rather, they didn't know. They didn't know how bad of a decision they were fucking making yeah so and that question, is yeah, there's a lot of questionable choices in casting wise like you cast like what is it will i am as a mutant that yeah was part of uh, the weapon x team yeah um you get your first glimpse at uh what's her name emma frost you get your first glimpse of emma frost as a child yeah mm. and it's like why the hell am i looking at this yeah there's there's really skewed uh chronology there but that's all because uh, her sister is the love interest of, of Wolverine right. in the film. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, I I found it really funny that like he gets the leather jacket at the end, and then he loses the leather jacket. So presumably, he just finds another one that's exactly the same. Like, hey, that guy that gave me that leather jacket one time, that was really cool. Let me go find another one that's exactly the fucking same. Unless he went back there after everything was over. Could you just imagine Wolverine going into a mall and buying a leather jacket? Yeah, no, that one's not. that's not what I'm looking for. Like, let me try this one on. Yeah. He bumps into Kyle Reese trying on some Nikes. Yeah. <laughs> hey, dude, your pants are pretty, pretty piss stained there. You should try try some different pants as well while you're while you're here. No, no, no. These are great. Yeah. I like these. These are brand new Nikes, though. Come yeah. on now. <laughs> I need some. I need some good running shoes. <laughs> Got the pump. <laughs> but in any case. Um, there, there are, like you said, Nick. There are some glimmers of hope within this film. Again, you get to see Hugh Jackman, who is uh, as Wolverine. He's absolute screen gold. It's been a pleasure to have him for the last, you know, decade and a half as Wolverine. Just regardless of what you think uh, in terms of the differences between the characters and the, uh, the character in the film and the character in the comics or the cartoons or whatever, you know, iteration you saw first, um, there's some, there's something fantastic about him in this role. And I'm so glad that the first actor that uh, was cast passed on the role. 
and he was the second choice. Like he, someone else was completely cast, and they couldn't do it. And that guy is, you know, disappeared into obscurity as a result. Sadly, I'm sure he'll make a comeback. We'll say like the one thing I did like was like the whole history between Wolverine and Sabretooth being like brothers from like starting out like yeah the origin uh, uh-huh. like the, just the opening intro how they go through time like they don't age. Mm-hmm. being locked up in vietnam and like getting like we've tried to kill you guys like a hundred times it's not happening yeah Devin, you've complained about the captain america montage sequence in the first avenger i felt like that film did it really well um mm-hmm. to, you know to go through the eras of different kinds of battle and just uh-huh. you know these these eternal soldiers kind of traveling together through time and, and, and you know comic wise wolverine was one of the people who fought alongside cap yeah at the same time as as I I totally bagged on Captain America when it was necessary for me to make my points. Yeah. Both him and um the way they they do it in his movies, the way they do it in this movie and the way they do it in Watchmen, I I love to see purposeful not, montages. Well, well no, just um the the idea of superheroes in uh involved in in just like normal human struggle. Like I love the idea of you know what what it would be like in in a situation like the Vietnam War, or the American Civil War, you know, World War Two, or something like that, mm. with a a you know a, a real uh, superhero, you know, being involved, a real superhero, <laughs> mm. bit of a yeah. I know. I understand what you're saying. Yeah, like if if you know if they were around during this time, how how they would have a, an effect on that. So I, I you know I I, I like the idea i don't know if it was enough to say, save this movie this yeah is kind of a trade right i think there's I, a I studio also, project yeah. i also i like the cat and mouse game that that the two of them you know that plays out between Agreed. the two of them i think that it's really interesting um yeah and i i personally really like ryan reynolds in this film too as short-lived as he was in this film yeah and you know until they closed up his mouth which is a stunt guy anyway right like that yeah, whole and, the, and uh he's got like veins like popping all over his chest yeah and the uh the the, the fucking uh hand swords hand swords yeah like what's that character in mortal Kombat 2 that has that shit oh um it's a b name I baraka. baraka baraka yeah oh man he looked like baraka yeah so yeah crossover e honda of that game Hold down, tap A rapidly. Yeah, <laughs> just ultimate defense. You know, the only way to just beat Balrog, the cheap way. Yeah, trips. No, oh. just be Honda and just do the hundred hand slap. <laughs> and you can't, you can't kick or anything. <laughs> hmm. Interesting. Street Fighter, another day. Another day. <laughs> and Mortal Kombat, another day. Oh yeah. Van Dam, we're coming for you. Yeah. <laughs> and Robin Shu as well. And Lambert. Lambert. Oh. We got to get a Highlander episode going, Devin, as well. (laughs) I would would love to be on that panel. Oh, man. I I love that movie. It's such a love-hate relationship. Okay. um, Any final thoughts on the Wolverine, gentlemen? It was a rush job. Yep. Uh, Lee Shriver's um, grin as Sabretooth when you see his little fang. When we smile at the side, that was that is Sabretooth. That yeah. was like right out of the comic. I love the fact that when he's toying with him, he has like the claw. And he's just scratch. I think it was yeah. like on the, along the bar. And he's just yeah. scratching. It's like 
that was that it's Wolverine's cri- it's Wolverine's kryptonite. He is Wolverine's kryptonite in a sense. That every time these two meet up, yeah, they're gonna duke it out. Yeah, and you wait for it and well, you enjoy it. Well, the best thing is every in the comic um, every year on Wolverine's birthday, Cy- uh, Sabretooth, but before he died in the comic. Um, would show would surprise him on his birthday every year with an attack, <laughs> and, and there's a, and there's actually like a comic, literally that would have devoted that. for that. Yeah, yeah. and then they, they fight it out. One and then they both walk away. All right, good game. See you next year. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> All right, um, first class. First class. Let's do All it. Right. The rebirth of a series. I love. I love this film. I so do it. I. Fastbender. Uh, McAvoy. McAvoy is great too, but for me, oh god, uh, you know I'm a Magneto guy to begin with, but you know just just the best. Him just stalking, uh, you know, all, doing Kevin kinda, Bacon, yeah, oh. and kind of running through that bar scene mm. is amazing. Oh, with the knife, yeah, yep. Oh, so good. My favorite four words, man: Kevin Bacon speaking German. <laughs> <laughs> It's good, yeah. That was the best. <laughs> Wonderful, like, so, so good. And he was just like, and the helmet crushing. Oh, oh man. Oh, I um. He gets him. Ang- Doesn't he like shoot his mom in front yeah, of him? Yeah, shoots his, shoots his mom, his mom in front of him, him just to, get- to piss him off even more, yeah. so he could see the strength of his power. Mm-hmm. He was that. He was that was a villain, man. You know, see Das Boot when they're in that mm-hmm. bar drinking German beer and it's a boot shaped. <laughs> Oh yeah, <laughs> he's got he's got Nazi gold in his hand that he's just playing he's flipping, with. Yeah, I oh, love it. So good, he's so good. Um, just amazing. Yeah, you're right though. McAvoy is um, fantastic in this as well. Mm-hmm. I and I like the um, the kind of playful nature that that he brings to a young savior. It, it grants a whole nother level of humanity because you always have a very strong connection to to the character especially with with patrick stewart he's very emotional and you he feels pain on another level from a lot of the x-men every time something falls apart mm-hmm. or what have you um there's just this constant struggle but uh to see the young version of that character and you see this playful undertone to it it he's also in hiding almost like yeah he's high, like he's making sure like if He's telling Mystique, who's his best friend, like hide yourself. Like, yeah, you don't. But he's, be... he's 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 a he's he's he does the whole mutant and proud thing, and he's picking up girls with the whole like that's a mutation. I do and, enjoy, which was great. Yeah, and, and it's like it, it's uh, such an interesting thing because now you understand on a, uh, like for people who've never read the comics, never watched you know the cartoon from our childhood or anything like that, you understand that you know this man wasn't always just a staunch serious figure that just for some reason woke up one day and and was emotionally invested in everyone on the planet mm-hmm. he, he he very much has he's seeking a strong connection throughout the film with everyone and he opens himself up over and over and yeah. over again to everyone i think the what was, what was which is the complete opposite to magneto by the way who's just like fuck you fuck you fuck you like yeah. doesn't want to talk to anyone oh you're mutant all right let's hang out yeah but what I really liked about um, Michael Fassbender's performance in that is when uh, when he first gets um, when he first moves at the the satellite dish, mm. and he's like he's, he's almost in tears. Yes, because he's oh, just because yeah. he's because he's just like because he tapped into that anger, you know that that wasn't fear he that he had. I don't even but think at it was the same anger, time. Yeah, he, he, he was clarity, teaching. clarity True. for the yeah. first time. 
And um, but it's just beautiful that you really see the relationship between profe- like the professor and Magneto. Yeah. And um and that friendship, you know, to a point why to a point where come days of futures past, um, just to touch on that really quickly, you know, Magneto just wants to almost fix his relationship with his friend. Yeah. Above everything else. But he still won't let him he still won't let it go. Well like he will get to that. Let's yeah, yeah, get will. To it. but yeah. anyway it's gonna come up. I thought it was Write uh, it down. for sure. I thought it was a very I thought that was a great scene and yeah. you really learn the basis of the, those characters and why they are for me it was uh, friends. Beast. Yep. Not even Blue Beast. The original Beast in the comics wasn't blue. He was just oversized and his feet could grip and he had like this yeah. strength. Yeah. That was Beast to me. Like the original giant sized Beast was like. He and then tying the two together. And then tying them together because like, you see his feet. It's like, I've seen that before. That's the original comic version. Mm-hmm. And then he finds a way and then he starts tooling around in his little laboratory mm. and he becomes the Blue Beast. It's like ah, oh, there. Yeah. That's how that's that's how he's blue with using uh, what's it, Raven's um, yeah, Mystique's uh, ability, trying to like shadow himself mm-hmm. back yeah. into a human form, and then he screws it all up. Yeah, and what's also great too is you see the beginning of um, you know Jennifer Lawrence as Mystique, which fantastic. I, I really, felt. I don't think she's very super hard. Ironically, comparative to Romaine, who's almost. Mm-hmm. Uh, leveled out that's exactly it you yeah. see that um that adolescence in her of yeah you real know mean streak i love it really you know trying to super make vulnerable. make things work we have vulnerable human and that's why i thought with mutant what finally struggling. What, what i found was you know what complemented rebecca romaine's performance in three the only thing that did was um jennifer lawrence's anger as Mystique, mm-hmm. that you know, yeah, that was the only thing that really brought fucking justice to three. But you understand, yeah. like I understand, I have a better understanding of why she goes with Magneto because the whole her whole time with Xavier, hide yourself, don't show your true form. Yeah, and and, it's, and but at the same time, he's proclaiming mutant and proud, like the and she sees the hypocrisy in that very statement. Mm-hmm. You know, because as long as you're a hot blonde with two different colored eyes, okay, then you can, you know. But the best was like, she's in bed with. Like, she's in bed. Yeah. And he's like, "That's not who you are. Show me your final form." Mm-hmm. And then he, he keeps toying with her mm-hmm. in and out. This is Magneto, yeah. Yeah, Magneto's toying with her. Like she's working out on the bench. Well, and that's the thing. Like he even says, like, imagine how much stronger you could be if you weren't trying to keep yourself hidden all the time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But he makes a very good point, though. Oh, totally. You know, you it, shouldn't be ashamed of who you are, no matter who you no are. No matter what and, you and are. And again. Mm-hmm. That's what's so great about X Men, you know. Yeah, they're transcendental so, to like yeah. different parts of society, regardless from the past of who you are. Now. Yeah, there's someone you can connect with. There's a concept you can connect with, and a you know, it's a very, very easy ride to hop onto. Mm-hmm. I suppose for for multiple reasons. Yeah. I liked um, I like January Jones as uh, Emma Frost. Oh, yeah, Emma yeah, Frost. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was great. She didn't have a lot of lines, but um, the one lines that she did have figure though. Do- oh, the, for, for sure. Film, that's yeah. that scene at the end when she gets captured and she does the whole circle on the window and then presses it, mm. and then the thing falls off. She's like, "Well, mm-hmm. you know, here's Toy- the- toying with the Russian leader." Yeah. That was yes. That that was. Emma, Emma Frost, Frost yeah. yeah. Let's be honest here. That's the White Queen, yeah, right there in the fl- in the fucking Flash. It was great, mm-hmm. you know. Go up and get me some ice. And then she goes up and does the whole cameo of the century. Oh, Wolverine! Oh, 
That line is probably like Wolverine yeah. What, what a great way to use your one swear word too, eh? Mm-hmm. In a PG thirteen, uh-huh. <laughs> and you give it and you give it to the man himself sitting at a bar having a beer. Got does he a say go fuck one. yourself or does he say, does he say fuck off? I think he says go fuck yourself. Yeah, he says, go it's fuck like, yourself. Yeah. Hello, Mister Logan. My name is Charles Xavier. This is fuck off. Yeah, go fuck yourself. And then just walks away. Yeah, <laughs> he just I love say, how they just accept it too. And the best part is he looks back and he just, he looks like back Charles, like yeah he means it. Well, but at the same time, if you if you really think about it, Xavier's not as powerful as he is in one, two, and three at this point. Magneto isn't the Magneto from one, two, and three. Yeah. So really, you piss and off Wolverine. And also, Logan's got no fucking adamantium on at his this bones point, yet. Yeah. So oh, yeah, it's true. Really, he doesn't you, really. You mm. piss off Wolverine. He he's gonna d- go He pretty much does have the his upper hand here. Will, his bone claws will extend out, and you're dead. Yeah. yeah. Or just the middle finger. Yeah, just, just the just the one in the jugular. Yeah. No, he does to Scott. Yeah. yeah, so good. Like you good? Is it? How do I know it's you? <laughs> All right, it's him. It's him. Yeah. Um, what else? What? I think uh, this this film's so good. Uh, on so many levels, there you know there are some I guess te- technically some inaccuracies, but. Again, it's one of those things like we talked about with Hugh Jackman in the first one. It's like it doesn't matter because the ina- the inaccuracies aren't as glaring when the film is just a quality film. Yeah, and I think that um, for what was supposed to be like a a relaunch of that franchise, um, I was really rooting for it, which is why I'm not going to lie. I was disappointed when Brian Singer came back to do Days of Future's Past. I didn't want him to do it. An- it's like you had your time, dude. Well, he, he produced uh, First Class, didn't he? Did I mean, mm-hmm. you check that out? Yep, he did. He did yeah. yeah, was he producer or executive producer? He's he's a producer. He wasn't an executive producer for okay. sure. Yeah, but you can see the progression of the storyline now. Yeah, especially because the whole timelines are messed up. But there's when we get into the second one, he's directing Apocalypse, right? Or he directed he, Apocalypse. Yeah. It's done. It's, but it's coming out when we get into the next eventually. film, which is the Wolverine. You're going to understand the storyline a lot better, especially yeah. when we get into the Wolverine. All right. Anyone have anything to say about First Class? Uh. Favorite scene is the coin through the head. Yep, fantastic. Coin through the head's great. Uh, I like the I, I like Charles getting shot at the end. Yeah, uh-huh. that was great. It's emotional. I don't I don't like Charles getting shot, but I like the idea of the scene. Magneto on the beach during the Cuban missiles, uh, Cuban oh, missile crisis. Yeah, just holding them all, just holding all the. <laughs> what if they had one that was just made of something else? Just well, I don't know, like something, some material you can't control. Just like fuck, 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 boom. And I love how they threw in Michael Ironside as the American like sh- oh, ship he's captain. Great. He's great. Fuck. He's not. He's even credited in that movie as just M Ironside. He's not even Michael Ironside on, yeah. at the end of the credits. He's but just M Ironside. Anything. By the way, is amazing. Uh, yeah, Turbo Kid. You just recently saw that, right? Incredible. I know. If you haven't seen Turbo Kid, check it out. He's fantastic in it. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Do My it. Favorite performance would probably be Starship Troopers with him. Oh, he's so good. <laughs> okay <laughs> gentlemen the wolverine the wolverine now i'm assuming you've all seen this one. Oh yeah what it's the x-men panel this isn't a, this isn't a redo of dave on the batman show now i ask the question before they show up <laughs> oh, dave was phenomenal on the batman panel in all seriousness like he, he said he didn't have all any kind of knowledge but then he was throwing shit out like crazy so um takes place right after the last stand and you can tell it's after the last stand yeah a broken Wolverine living in the woods, mm-hmm. and he's 
drunk off his ass. Yeah, and that scene with the like the the hunter like who's using you know and no, he sees the bear. Like, yeah, he well, smells, yeah, that whole he thing. Smells, he smells it. the the dart and everything, and goes into the town the, and finds the guy mm-hmm. and just kicks the shit out of him. Yeah, puts the dart or puts the arrow in his hand and that whole sequence, mm-hmm. and then uh, that whole scene where as they're leaving, we left them alive. Like, don't worry, they're. They're gonna die. Like two of them are gonna die in a car accident. <laughs> like, because you can pick so, up on like yeah, the futures. It's so amazing. Yeah. I uh, I found that the Wolverine was it was half a really like, half of that movie was really fucking good, mm-hmm. and then it just drops off the face right of the off earth. the rails. You yeah. know, like legitimately, Silver Samurai. How do you like? Don't yeah, don't make him a fucking yeah, robot, Samurai. Yeah, yeah, you know, and then you give him the bone claws, and then. Well, not even they give him the bone claws. They cut. He cuts his claws off. Yeah, mm. and then, uh, but he heals, so the bones grow back. The but bones the grow back. And it's not there. Yeah, which doesn't. Which never gets. Never gets explained. It doesn't get fixed, but uh, it doesn't, it doesn't, it, you, you don't see anything later than that in the chronology, so it's inconsequential. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is another reason. Why. Other than, uh, uh, like the opening part of of Days of Future Past. Yeah. yeah, which but, I don't think you see his claws. No, you he do see his. No, you do see his claws, and they're, oh, they're, and they're, and they're and they're Oh yeah, but he's got the thing. He's got the implants on his hand. They show it. He's got implants. He's got on implants his... on his hand. Yeah, okay, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. he walks oh, through. Oh, fuck! The, we're nerding out like crazy. Because at boys. the end of the the end of the Wolverine, the he goes through. He goes through like the customs. He goes through the metal yeah. detector, and nothing's going off. Well, some parts are going off. Yeah, it's not on his hands. But it's because Charles freezes the whole place. Yeah. And then he's like, "Come with me." I love the fact that <laughs> it ties into his story. I love how musical that was. Yeah. It Come with me. In. It <laughs> ties into his good story of how he like goes off into Japan and becomes like a proper warrior in a sense. Yeah. But there's a deleted scene. They cut it. They stayed on the editing room floor, but it's there. He gets back on a plane and he hates airplanes. And yeah, uh, oh yeah. And yeah. he opens a, a briefcase case. as a gift, and it's the actual Wolverine costume, mask, and everything included. I'm like. Uh-huh. What am I you can see? you can actually find the uh, the picture of the mask that they have, and oh, it's cool. and it's the uh, it's the brown and yellow. That's sweet, classic. And I want my, I want to see that. Yeah, I, it, it's just one Hugh of. You just put it on for us, but it's just one of the cosplay with Hugh Jackman. It's, yeah. a good, it's fan service at that point. But man, I don't know. I uh, the Wolverine again. First half I thought was great. That beginning in yeah. the uh, in Vietnam. Yeah. And what are you talking? about? No, not Vietnam. That's Nagasaki. World War Two. That was the Nagasaki. Oh, the, no. So Yuri. Or he yeah. he's literally saving this man's life yeah. by pulling him into the well. And he's then, in the well, and the well's open halfway, and he's just covering him. Yeah, well, he's he's got the the door of the of the like the prison like the, of the well that they had him in, and he's holding it over him. But because of that one opening in the door, he burns through there, which is so, so cool. Yeah, and then he revisits it year, years later. Which in reality, revisits. you would die of. Mm-hmm. Radiation poison, but he's Wolverine. Whatever, he can't whatever. die. No, 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 no. Him, even with just that two of the face, like he's still, it's still getting through. Whatever. It's comics. Doesn't have to be. Doesn't have to be real. Mm. Fair enough. It's great. But uh, but yeah, the second half's a little, little weird. Love the love story though. I did too. Yeah, agree. That's I, that's the way it's supposed to be. He yeah, does have a wife, and it's uh, that's his whole constant struggle with mm-hmm. the Silver Samurai. Yeah, he wants his wife. She doesn't want him. Mm-hmm. Fuck, it kind of reminds you of something else, doesn't it? Yeah. We were just talking about outside. What? Kind of reminds you of the turtle storyline. 
between oh. the Shredder and uh, Rokusaki. Yeah, yeah, Rokusaki and uh, Yoshi. Yeah, yeah. Ironically, story, like. in the original comic for that though, it's the brother. It's Rokusaki's brother, and Yoshi kills him, and that's why he flees to America, right? Yeah, I'm. Yeah, I haven't read that in years since as a kid. But uh, I I remember very clearly that it like the shredder comes after him. It's his brother, and mm-hmm. that was uh, that was cool. But that's another. We're having topic. a really hard time staying on topic this episode. This it's is, comic books; they all oh, intertwine. Know, they, this and, whole month is going to just be one long yeah, diatribe. But they all intertwine. And not to mention, I'm fucking. I start coming in with uh, when we start getting into Days of Futures Past. That's when I just start having just. Just fucking issues with Days of Future Past. Fr- really? Yeah, I had I no issues with the storyline fixing. Like, plenty. I mean, it just fixed plenty. That's why for Apocalypse, okay, so I'm not even excited. Done with? Yeah. Favorite? Any favorite scenes in Wolverine? You guys have a favorite? Yeah, scene? I wouldn't mind touching on a little bit more if that's okay. Yeah, sure. Go ahead, man. Just a few minutes. Just yeah, give me, sure. give me my moment in the sun, sir. <laughs> I. Uh, I thought I really like the Mission Impossible train scene. <laughs> Like on the top. Oh, you the know? fight? Yeah, that was incredible. Yeah, I that was that. great. Yeah, that I, was, love that's... I love how he's losing his powers slowly. Yeah. And he's just got to figure out how, like, before he just walk into a fight. Now he can't even walk in without hurting himself mm-hmm. and not healing fast enough. Yeah. So he's got to use his mind a bit better. And I love how he's becoming more, he's learning how to become a better fighter, a better warrior in sense. Mm-hmm. And it kind of turns into that and you see that transition into the next movie which yep. is kind of good yeah, yeah. I, I found there to be a really nice homage to uh the 90s wolverine with like cyber and uh that whole thing where after magneto takes the animantium out of his uh skin how he has to like you know rebuild and he's not as strong as he once was he's got the gray hair mm. you know what i mean i thought it was a very nice hats off to that yeah absolutely part of wolverine because that was almost like the golden age of uh Wolverine comics, really, yeah. at that point. But it got better over the years. If you go into the comics and you read Old Man Logan, like that is probably one of the oh, best Wolverine comics. So good. Which is what they're looking to do. Yeah, it, he, that's what he's, he'll sign on for that, right? Like, they, he said he'll do that if they do that as the it's last It's Old Man one. Logan, that's it. That's, that's, it. Why, that's going, all they have to do. And that's it's going they... for an R rating now that Deadpool got yeah. Yeah. knocked out of the park. I hope he does. I love how Hugh Jackman wants to pick his successor and he's picking Tom Hardy. He wants good to, choice. He wants to pick a successor, and it's he should be able to pick a successor. It's a good choice. He's been the character mm-hmm. for how how many years? Almost a decade. And over it, a decade. Over a decade. Well over a better. decade. Yeah. Like if you brought in Tom Hardy, two thousand, so fifteen years. Yeah, you bring in Tom Hardy at the back 15 end years of X Men. Wow. My math is fucking terrible. Great. Yeah, Tom Hardy would be great. Mm-hmm. Sorry, East. Ah. I just kept talking. Don't I forgot where I was. I have a bit of a headache. Next break, I'll pop like fifteen Advils. This episode brought to you by Bill. <laughs> Liquid gels. <laughs> Three or more, you're going to sleep. Yeah. No, I'm kidding. I'll have one. We still got we still got a lot to talk about. There's several more films to go. Um I, I have or there isn't. There's only Days of Future Past. Okay. Well, do you guys want to just run through or do you want wanna take a little break and then do it Days of Future Past and Final There's Thoughts. There's a lot to do with Days yeah. of Future yeah, Past. Yeah, let's There's take a, a little lot. break. I also hate that movie. Not I know. So I, we're going to have a little debate about it. this. We're going to take a break, come back, and uh, and talk about Days of Future Past. And then we're going to final thought, get to Final Thoughts and get the fuck out of here. If you have an idea for something you'd like to hear on the show, please email us at show at moviesruinmylife.com or reach out to us on Twitter. And however you're taking part in this episode, please don't forget to leave comments, share, reach out to us so we can keep the conversation going. 
I do like how they do tie in certain characters and Marvel kind of took two characters away from them. They, Marvel did take two characters away from fucking the X-Men series. Well, but that's... Okay. Quicksilver's not in the original script. They did... They found out that Quicksilver was going to be in Avengers. And they just... And they fucking doctored him in. And then he turned out to be the best part of the film. Which was... Agreed. Well, yeah, agreed. But... And I love that line that's like, Hey, you can manipulate metal? My mom used to know a guy that could do that. And he's that. got a sister, too. And you see his little baby sister, too. Yep. So good. It's like, you know what? Fuck you, Marvel. You can't take our characters from us. They're in our storyline. Well, they can have both. Because have... they appear in both arcs, but... Yeah, but at the same time... Scarlet Witch Alright, so we're back and um, let's get into the final released X-Men film and then we'll do a little bit of a chat on uh, our hopes for Apocalypse um, East, do you want to start us off? Because uh, you mentioned in the last segment you had some gripes Oh, with Days of Futures Past? Yeah Plenty of gripes mm-hmm. Plenty Um Let's see. Where to begin on this movie? Um, Professor X is pretty much a heroin abuser. You know, let's face it. He's a drug addict. Mm -hmm. So, way to take a shit on that character. It's Um, the the 70s. Everybody was a drug addict. I know, but it's just it was just never in the the era. (laughs) Oh, come on! (laughs) Um, That sucked. Waiting 16 years for a Sentinel battle to finally get the Sentinels in a movie. And um, I never saw Wolverine climb up the back of a Sentinel, cut its head off like he did in so many issues of the comic book, mm. you know, or the animated series. Yep. Um, Wait, that happened in uh, three. He did cut it one off. He, he did cut, cut it. He, yeah, cut, he one cut one off in three. No, hey, he, no, man, you saw, no, no, he threw him, and then you saw him riding ahead. No, you saw the head come down first, and then he walked out of the smoke. Yeah, but even you then, you can, you can the connect the dots there. No, I didn't see it. Use your oh. imagination. I, I connected the, no, here's the thing: you can connect the dots. I'm not watching Wolverine fuck up a Sentinel. Okay, I'm watching him stare at this <laughs> Sentinel and being like, "Oh man, I hope he doesn't hurt me because I got bone claws." Yeah, you know, fuck off. Uh, just plenty. If you get the ball rolling, and I will, Bishop. Yeah. And uh, underutilized. Yeah, and Shadowcat uh, with the new powers. Yeah. Yep. Um, bringing back Halle Berry, fixing it. Like if she you, looks, she was pregnant during the filming too. Yeah, she's still yeah. like so beautiful. That woman, like it's just painful. Uh, was it Sean Ashmore or Aaron Ashmore? They're, they're fucking twins. Yeah, Sean, Sean is is the uh, talented one. He grew a little. <laughs> he grew a little stubble for his portrayal of an older uh, Bobby. Yep. yep. Finally, after ye- movie upon movie, you really get him. All ice. I know you got it at the end of the third one, but and he, little, knock, little ice, and, ice and he knocks out Pyro out of the third one. That was a good. Yeah, that was a good moment. But yeah, you, you're right. I, I do like when he's riding the ice. Yeah, full. That, yeah, that pretty, was kind of that was kind of cool. Magneto's great in this film. We finally get to see Xavier in his floaty chair. Yep. Mm-hmm. And I say floaty chair. I like it. Except he's not like a tubby guy from that animated movie Wall-E. <laughs> Um. Okay. Uh, can uh, so let let's let's get the ball rolling for East so he can come in and cut us off and say I actually hated that. You're an idiot. Um, Wonderful. <clears throat> uh, I I I like uh, the the idea of a promiscuous Logan when he first appears 
in the past. And he's sleeping with the Bob with, Boss's with daughter. The Bob Boss's daughter. Fantastic. And then, you know, the, the, is, is kind of cheesy as it is. The, the, it's a water. the phone claws in the waterbed. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, it's, it's very good. Didn't and, mind that. Yeah. And the, and the keys and, you the know, the old car. Yeah. Just, uh, I, I, I thought it hit some really nice comedic touchstones without taking you out of the film, um, which is something that X-Men does have kind of a poor track record with, with as a franchise, I feel. I like how they did that in a sense that it puts you in the time era that it is. Yeah, like yeah, the yeah, waterbeds were a huge hit back in those days. The cars mm-hmm. were giant boats of cars, but yep. they were nice. Mm-hmm. Even the music they chose Yeah, when he no, wakes it up. Good. It was good. Uh, yeah, and then it kind of freaks him out when he wakes up at the end. It's the same song. He's like, "Oh fuck." Uh-huh. Um, yeah, it's I I love those moments. I like him trying to the desperation of him trying to convince everyone that he is actually from the future. Um, and and then of course, can we just skip ahead to Quicksilver? Yeah, that was a that was the best scene in the movie. Yeah, he's the best. Let's face it, he yeah. was the best. He was the only thing in that movie I. Really, actually uh, liked mm-hmm. that, and when Wolverine said, "You're gonna pick that shit up," mm-hmm. pretty much it was he. Well, yeah, I wanted to because we were talking no, about this that before. Too, uh, well, said Magneto, Magneto, yeah. Magneto on the plane, and we were gonna get into this because um, I said he. We were talking about the he just wants his friend back. You were saying, mm-hmm. and I was saying, he, but he still holds him to all of his faults. Oh, and for that's sure. one of those moments where he's gonna crash that whole fucking plane just to prove a point that he like that Charles his absence basically facilitated or he was you know he's throwing um, names out there of all these allies who have died and he's just like yeah what about as a them? result of basically like Char- charles as strong as he is if he just was willing to embrace his powers he might have been able to at least um tip the scale a little more so in the favor of them you know or at least you know keep an even keel yeah keep an even keel and 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 even though maybe they were both on different paths, he could have made a difference in that struggle for both sides. And and so it's a really great moment um, if, for both of them. I, I, I think it, it just it, – it cements them as just – Not even that. The compare and contrast when they do flash forwards to the mm-hmm. past, it's like – you see them arguing it on a plane, yeah, and then, and then them, you see Xavier and him like trying to hold like everything together, like they're unified, yeah, absolutely. Like, they're fighting and off like these new sentinels. Despite their differences, they're still you they're know, still unified in an act, especially on the brink of extinction. Yeah, exactly. They're greater good, so to speak. And even at even at the one scene, spoilers, hmm. where, spoilers. Uh, this movie came out what year? Man, uh, you never know. Some people. Two years ago? Two years ago? There are grown people who haven't there even seen go. Star Wars, so I'm saying spoilers. Mm. But uh, Magneto taking all the shrapnel on his back, protecting his friend. And they flash forward and they're arguing it out like yeah. school children yeah. on an airplane. Yeah, It's pretty... Uh, uh, and then, of course, you see Wolverine flipping just... shit. Like, he doesn't want to be on the... He hates planes. Yeah. And he's just like, I don't want to die, I don't want to die, I don't want to die. He won't die anyways if the plane goes down. He still doesn't want to be part of a crash. Mm. And then, of course, you're going to pick that shit up. Yeah, fantastic. And I, you know, I spent a lot of years trying to hunt you down or yeah. trying to kill you or trying to take you down. Trying to take you down, Bob. Yeah, yeah. And then he makes he he's like, uh, you know, what if those bones were metal or something like that? He makes a comment Wasn't about he, that. I thought he like punched them at one point. Yeah, I just threw him like a nice good cross to the face. Yeah, I think that uh, he does get a little physical with Magneto at some point, but that's good. Also, I really like the marketing for this film. If you guys remember, it's all they 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 put up like all this 
uh, almost like fake news sites and so forth with mm. the stories of uh, the attempted assassination of JFK and like this whole fake history uh, or successful assassination of JFK. Mm-hmm. Uh, magic bullet? Yeah, the magic bullet Wait, thing, all of these things. That I thought was cool because JFK is a mutant. Yeah, interesting. You know, um, and again, you know, um, getting back to Quicksilver being in the elevator with uh, Magneto. Yeah. So what'd you do? What'd you do? What'd, what'd you, you do? do? What'd you do? Yeah. You just, we yeah. won't let up. Yeah. And then, you know, so you can manipulate metal. We talked about this in the break. My mom used to know a guy that could do that. Just fantastic. Yeah, that was cool. But it was just, man, oh, I'm just, never going to get it. It just I'm, cuts to a scene of, like, Maury Povich sitting on stage, like, you know. Magneto, Magneto you are the father. And then he just shuts, like, the cameras <laughs> off. He just, like, crushes all the cameras with, like, one head. Yeah, Magneto, right? you, know, you are the... Eric Lancher. Yeah. You are the father. <laughs> You know, and then the mom runs backstage crying. Yeah. I just want to oh. see the Magneto on yeah. Jerry Springer with Quicksilver. <laughs> you were never there, Dad. Yeah. Um, fuck. Uh, we're not getting to a lot of gripes here. You're yeah, agreeing seriously. with us a lot of stuff here. It's, no, it was it, what it is. I I have a whole problem with Brian Singer directing these films as a whole as a director. And why? Because man. Are, the, from the first movie you made, you didn't even like. I haven't made any X Men films. No, Brian Singer. Oh. Like the, from the first movie that he made, and he made one, two, the one that fixes the franchise and the new apocalypse, and you have all these different actors playing the same mutant over and over again to a point where this is the only film franchise in history that has to make a movie to fix all the loopholes. <laughs> but that's kind of like a good way instead of rebooting because but wait a we're second, all like comics do that. Comics do do that. Look how many multiverses are in both Marvel and DC? There's like a shit ton of them. Yeah, One, there's several. Two, this is the only and franchise. And they just rebooted all the DC yeah. stuff back to the But new here's 52 the best here's and... the best part. This is the only franchise to reboot a series without mm. changing any of the cast. Yep. Without changing any of the cast, fix the problems and then you got to reboot on your hands. But the but does that make but here's but all I'm saying is that it, it's not yeah. a good it's not cohesively right. a good f- movies. Let's yeah. face it. One is one you only really like because it really lays a good bed for two. Two you like because it really just lays a wicked bed for three. Three shits the fucking bed. Wolverine <laughs> Origins shits the fucking bed. You know, X Men First Class. We got the Wolverine. Good movie. <laughs> oh, sorry, the Wolverine. Shit. Let's face it. No, first yeah, half yeah. of it good. Second right. half. First class first. Shits the fucking bed. Yeah, was yeah. first class. First class. Good movie. Yeah. Days of Futures Past. You have to fix. Let's face it, All of those a bunch films. of shit. Yeah. And now you're bringing in Apocalypse, where, from what I've seen in the trailers, it looks like it's going to be a good hour and 45 minutes of really heavy dialogue and Quicksilver running. Mm. Because I haven't seen a lot of... They haven't released any real action in it. Yeah. And let's face it, most of these movies are... Days of Futures Past, the climax is a conversation, and there's fucking Sentinels right there. You know what I mean? Yeah. They don't but get the destroyed. emotional weight is, is, is important as well. Like, you can't overestimate that. Like, we talked about that in the Terminator episode where we, where we compared the ending of, of the second film, uh, which is super emotional, but the ending isn't... And, and same in the first film, both franchises, where you have these amazing set pieces, but then it comes down to just the Terminator and, and, and Sarah, or conversely, you know, Arnie in the second one, and then, you know, it's the emotional connection that you have to that, so... 
because you're supposed to be so invested in Raven, uh, you know, having a, sh- a shootout with Sentinels, what's that going to do other than just blow some more shit up? It's not it's not granting me any anything more from a story point of view than uh, as much as, yeah, I totally want to see that. But that's the fanboy in me. Yeah. That's not that's not me seeking a good film. I mean, but come on, I, Magneto I, dropping a fucking stadium, and, yeah. and I'm at I'm at the point right now with seeing Brian Singer's name attached to mm. X Men. I'm not gonna get a good. I'm not oh, gonna. I've... At this point, I just want fandom. I just want Wolverine to chop the like climb up the back of a Sentinel, cut its head off. Would mm. you rather Brett Ratner? Do what, you? Uh, want I would. To I would see... rather the guy that did First Class above any of them. Yeah, who's uh? Like if he if he did if he did, did Days of Future Past. It probably, Matthew Vaughn, Matthew, yes, Vaughn. Matthew Vaughn, who also uh, that spy fucking movie, Kingsman. right? Kingsman, Kingsman, mm, great, which, which was great. Wasn't he also attached to Kick Ass at one point? He was attached to Kick Ass. Well, I think he did Kick Ass one. He did. He did Kick Ass one. Yeah. yeah. So this guy knows a shit about comic book movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then That's three. Yeah, all great movies. I can count. Look at that. It's pretty. Wow. Welcome back. I can count. To Brian three. Brian Singer's comic. Like again, I just feel that Brian Singer's comic book but movies like are very mixed. If I can get one more in, I can be a drummer. I can get to four. What, Brian Singers? No, no, I was the counting the joke. I went too uh, far. But anyways, going back to it, it's like, it's staying out of the timeline. So it's not the present time that is Days of Future Past. Uh, Days of Future Past isn't out of the time, isn't the new future. Yeah. So it's not our characters from X1 to 3. Mm. Now we get to Apocalypse, we're still back in time here. It's the fucking 80s. Yep. It's the fucking 80s. Yep. And Poe Dameron is, 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 is ripping shit up. That's exactly. Apocalypse. You got it's the eighties. Sure. You got Storm oh, of the Mohawk. On, Oscar Isaac. I love Oscar Isaac. He's great I just, in everything. He's great in everything. I just I watched Ex Machina this last week. It was and, fucking incredible. And here's, oh, and here's so and here's another thing. I'm gonna be sitting for an hour and a half watching him as Ivan Ooze be Apocalypse, well, only for him to eventually <laughs> become Apocalypse. Yeah. Like, just yeah. give me the just. Just give me the guy. Just give me the guy. He's not. Just give me the guy. Okay, first of all, if he was Ivan News, I'd go see it. If it was Ivan News with his, yeah. with his playfulness and talking. Do you think that they're going to have a skydiving scene in this film like they did in the... Are the Red Hot Chili Peppers going to play yeah. higher ground? Yeah. Yeah, right? Might and as well. And is Wolverine going to jump out of a plane with the snowboard attached to him? Yep. You know what? If all that stuff and happens... And then they go rollerblading after. It is the 80s. I'm going to so walk out of the theater. Mm. Legit. I'm just saying. It no, just I, looks... I, I would stay in the theater. I would. Firmly. I would <laughs> I'm just. Oh. Let's face it. Power Rangers was a great movie. I don't know if it was great, but it was a movie. I'll say that. You know, it's like what's also really weird is X Men Three is like Spider Man Three, except they just kept going. No, <laughs> Spider Man Three was Spider Man Three, and they just kept going. It's like you're beating a dead horse. It's dead. Yeah, if they took half that movie, it would have been a phenomenal movie. It's like you remember that episode of The Simpsons where Homer beats the shit out of the Hamburglar, and then the kids crying. Stop! Stop! He's already dead. That's what Spider Man Three is. Yeah, and that's how I and that's how I feel about the X Men franchise. When they did First Class, I was like, different director, different time. You can give me a bunch of different good shit. It was very much an X Men. Have you seen the casting on Age of Apocalypse? Yeah, they got some good and decent names in there. Yeah, oh yeah, for sure. Um, So Olivia Munn is what Psylocke. Yeah. So did movie forty three, and she's doing her own stunts. (laughs) You know, like yeah, I see your point. I I see your point. Um, I see your point, but I consider it as a reboot, and I see it as it's in a different time a, era. Yeah, I still think it's a quality film. And you know what? As much as um, 
as much as you're absolutely right with that they're they're just they're using a plot device from one of the comics to essentially clean up the mess that they've made you know uh kind of like just putting kitty litter over a mess that your cat made on the carpet and just hoping for the best or something like that um at least they're acknowledging that they've made errors yeah (laughs) they acknowledge that right yeah so but all i'm saying is once you acknowledge you made an error cut your losses and just redo it better Mm. takes time yeah last time they tried doing that they cut their losses at the uh with the fantastic four let's reboot it what happened there Black Fantastic Four has now been blacklisted as a comic book. It's been blacklisted as a film. Yeah. It is the worst film to date. But what about The Dark Knight? What? What do you mean? Like what? The Batman series? The Nolan series? Yeah, they revamped it, rebooted yeah, it. Yeah, and now look. Went off without a hitch. I haven't even seen Batman versus Superman, but there hasn't been that much of a time gap between. Well, if you had, I would want to know what kind of hookups you have in Hollywood. Yeah. In but in all seriousness, there hasn't been that much of a time. There needs to be a gap in time. For a reboot to happen. For you sure. You can't just go... Well, I'll tell the Spider-Man producers that over at Sony. It's been 15 minutes. It's been 15 minutes. Like, I minutes. made a Hot Pocket. Let's make a new movie. Yeah, but at the same time, they got they got bought out on that. Mm. Well, they didn't get bought out. They just made a deal with Marvel because Marvel needed him back. Like, so... And, 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 and I'll and say the it. team that's now working at Sony behind Spider-Man... I actually have a pretty good track record. So. I enjoyed Andrew Garfield as Spider-Man. I thought he was great. I thought the first... I thought he was great as Spider-Man. Let's be honest. The first Amazing Spider-Man, mm. not bad. Yeah, pretty good. Mm-hmm. You know, it was just when they got when the when the we're gonna get to this in another episode. Yeah, though. yeah. But I'm just saying when when the company got greedy, then it all went to shit. But the first Amazing Spider-Man, yeah, it came pretty quick. Wasn't bad though. Mm. So given that logic, if they were to redo X-Men four years from now, it might not be that bad. So pretty much you're saying that because it's become a fad, it should just. Take a break and then reboot. Yeah. <laughs> then right. you could say the whole. You could say that for all of comic books, that because that's pretty much what they're doing. Yep. Yeah. Okay. I, just in case it's uh, it makes it in. Uh, I I heard the Fantastic Four mentioned, and I just wanted to bring up the Fantastic Car because I think it is like the absolute everything that could possibly go wrong with like the commercialization and marketing of these movies to young people but it's like it's got a fucking dodge logo on the fantastic <laughs> <laughs> and at one point Hewitt torch asks if it's powered by a hemi to which he is told of course <laughs> like <laughs> it's of a course fucking it's a commercial hemi. in the yeah. middle like it's it's like it's like a Super Bowl commercial. They yeah. like bring in the cast of the Fantastic Four to film, except it's in the fucking, fucking movie. movie. Mm-hmm. The- All right, Deadpool. Before I, I don't want to get too crazy into rants, and we're going to say spoiler alert for everyone. Um, it's only no been rants. out for a couple of weeks, or not even coming up on its second weekend in theaters the right now. Weekend, yeah. yeah, so um, it's been a week for me. Since yeah, I so said. when you hear this episode, it'll have been out for you know about a month. In any case. Um, I think this is fantastic that that you've. I love what they've done with it. Yeah, I'm extremely pleased how it's not only making a mockery of like the other films that are in there. It's Mm. going after it. Doesn't give a shit. It makes it goes after Ryan Reynolds' bullshit and like, Mm. please don't make my super suit CGI or green. It goes. Yeah, that's in the trailer. They kind of give a good fuck you to Marvel. That opening sequence. 
Yeah. Just, just Produ- directed by douchebag. Yeah. Uh, like, if you have to, there's so much shit you have to pay attention to. And, like, I lost my shit laughing in the theater. And people were oh. like, what the hell's going on? Why is this guy laughing? Yeah, it's, it's fantastic. Yeah, there's so. The nice thing about the film is that it's. It's exactly what they promised to a certain extent. You know, uh, I th- are. Yeah, it's it, and and I don't think that that's anything to because Deadpool is one of the characters that I, I actually did read legitimately into my you know through my teenage years into my twenties. You know, See, I'll pick like... up a I'll pick up a comic and, and read Deadpool and read it actively. Yeah. You know, I'm familiar with all like the well, Deadpool more... core and yeah. You know, See, I'm not as familiar with the comics, but I, knew, I know Dreadpool, what the character which is. is. Well, we talked is. about uh, the uh, Deadpool. You know, kills the Marvel universe. universe, and I looked into this. And this dreadful. is amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's my favorite in recent memory. Now that's that's one of the alternate universes, much like the uh, Punisher kills the Marvel mm-hmm. universe, that kind of thing. But um, which is what ninety five or something like that. Yeah. In any case, what they did that was so great with this film, in my opinion, is they they knew what to touch, what to fix, and they knew what wasn't important. Yeah. And they and they were fine with that. The um. The whole showing up at the X mansion yeah. and just Negasonic Teenage Warhead, yeah, and Colossus. It's like, why are you guys the only two people at yeah, the it's mansion? Like the studio couldn't, you know, put and out then he like other. <laughs> put out for the other ones. Yeah, the the taxi driver. The taxi I think those driver? are some of my favorite scenes in the movie. Like when he's like uh, when they go over the bump and it's like Bupinder, what is that that I hear in the trunk? Oh, that, that's my. I'm not going to do the, mm, the yeah, accent because that's terribly offensive. Um, that's you know so that, proud of you. Yeah, and, he, and he's he, he's Colossus in the back seat and he's all yeah he's, he's all proud like, of you. I never told you to do that. You must take him back and you know and, and kill him. Like when, <laughs> it's, um, it's so good. Colossus finally catches him, puts mm. like chains on. It's like I'm gonna take you back to see Professor X, mm. McAvoy or McAvoy or Stewart. I can't tell the timeline. So fucked up. Yeah, he t- they take shots at everyone. The last one that I want to bring up, and we got to stop quoting the film, is the um, the the post credit sequence, the well, Ferris Bueller. He he does that, but he also t- he touches on the other Marvel cinematics. Like, yes, he says, "What did you think was going to happen? Nick Fury's going to show up, and you know." There's like, a, I'm sorry to say this, but there's a fucking helicarrier. Like, if you can't tell, yeah, it's there's a, a helicarrier, fucking helicarrier yeah. from the Avengers. Mm-hmm. Then really, you think it's just a giant boat, but no, it's like a downed helicarrier. Mm-hmm. So it's like they are going to take from the other universes and kind of twist it and make fun yeah. of it. The IKEA sense. stuff is great. Everything is great. All of the 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 viral video shit just. It, it gave you hope for the film, and then it, the film totally paid off. It prom it it, pro- it it made promises, and it delivered on those mm-hmm. promises. Like he's a potty mouth, he's an asshole, he's a wise ass, and the swords are special. They the kept swords, saying that. And, swords are and special. I appreciate that he's special. The the two things that I very much hope for in the sequel, um, and I don't know if you concur, are. Um, no, a lot less face, a lot less Ryan Reynolds face. Yep. Got to do more mask, and I want to hear the voices in his head. The voices in his head, yes, I will say that. I want to see other people from 20th century, the other alumni, step in and come in as like. I wouldn't be surprised if Jackman will show up because they're actual. They're. Buds, I want to see Jackman you know, show up. I want to see Schreiber show up. Apparently, there's a story about when they first premiered the Deadpool footage at Comic Con, and then the crowd started like, you know, one more time, one more time. And Jackman's standing off stage because his panel was coming up later. And he goes to the guy that's playing the video and he's like, hey, man, if you don't play it, they're going to fucking riot. (laughs) 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 Which is such like that's so him. 
I even saw some great, uh, like an interview that Ryan Reynolds did. He totally just hijacked an interview yeah. for uh, Eddie the Eagle <laughs> 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 and, and just interviewed Hugh Jackman. Uh, fantastic. Yeah, just that uh, amazing casting. Um, uh, yeah, I have high hopes for this franchise as, it co- as it's developing. I mean, it's been in development since X Men Origins. It's something fans wanted, and especially from the first like test footage that was leaked online. Yeah. I was in heaven. Yeah. And that scene actually paid off big time. Oh, huge. And it, this film aesthetically is super pleasing. Like, you know, look at the budget on it. It's made like there, there, there's films that are completely dialogue driven that are made with, for the same budget uh, as this film. And it's just phenomenal how much they stretched their money out and made this work. And uh-huh. it looks like it It looks better than half of the movies on, on 20th Century Fox's slate that had three times the budget. I also think it helped out as well that Ryan Reynolds also produced it. Yeah. And so, but that's also the great thing is that like, you know, you don't have to worry about just, you don't have to worry about pleasing your lead actor because your lead actor is overly involved. Your lead actor stands you by know. what he wants. And, and like, what he yeah. Wanted. And here's the thing, as much as I gripe about uh, the X-Men franchise, Deadpool, I am like 110% behind. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. that's, that's what I'm saying. I've always. You want standalones now. Yeah. I want, I want, I want, I want standalones that are true. Yeah. I want a standalone. I want the. That's it. I if, want to do a merger. Old, yeah. I want to see a standalone merger between Marvel Studios and 20th Century and have. Spider-Man. No. Not even Deadpool, Spider-Man. Punisher. Storm. Storm. And the Black Panther storyline. Because yeah, that is an incredible storyline. Yeah. yeah. Oh, for sure. And it's like a love story, but they can't be together. Yeah. No, I love that. I love yeah, that arc. Agreed. That's I, actually like I wasn't a huge fan as a kid of Black Panther because I, I thought that he was kind of a Batman ripoff, which he totally isn't. And I realized kind of like Moon Knight is a little bit of their Batman Moon ripoff. Yeah. But but even at that, he's a lot different too. Have you seen the um, animated uh, TV series that they had? It was like a short lived TV Moon series. Of, no, of Black Panther. Oh no! But it's incredible. Is that the one? One of the ones that was introduced by Stan Lee. And it was like in around the time where he was like Iron Man, Fantastic. No, Iron. no, no, no. It was like it's I, like, I, I think those, it's like a, those yeah. were all great. I think Iron it was Man like was I think it was like a five or ten ep, uh, ten episode series. I've never seen it, but like you see him grow up. He grows up on like the streets with. Uh, he grows up. He finds Storm on the streets. He takes her in. Yeah, and then you see people trying to go after him in Wakanda, like trying to take away his precious metals. Yeah, and they hire the Juggernaut, and the cool. Juggernaut's like fucking around in the desert. Mm. And he's like, okay, what, the, what am I doing here? Like. Take me to like who I have to kill already. Yeah, but it's Wicked. an interesting series. Like I suggest you look into it. The art style is fantastic. Yeah, so check out uh, Deadpool if you guys haven't done so already, which I hope you have, and I assume you have with the box office numbers that it has. Um, and let's move along to just uh, let's wrap it up. Let's wrap up with our fi- our hopes for X Men Apocalypse. And just because I want to have a good laugh now, sir, East, you're up first. My hope for X Men Apocalypse. Is that Brian Singer gets fired uh, and they reshoot the whole thing. Yeah, uh, pretty much. Um, I'm not gonna lie. I really hope this would end the franchise and just get a new. Yeah, t- hand it off to Tom Hardy. Fucking give what me a new X Men boy and 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 Fastbender. They're, 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 they're doing a gr- they're they're doing a great job for sure. Like first class is great. Like yeah, I don't I think you have to start over be because a- it is a new timeline. Ah. Uh, like you can keep these characters. Just, just get rid of. Yeah, who cares? Like Marvel Universe, there's like 15 Marvel Universes. Just like just just get rid of Brian. 100 DC universes. Like every comic yeah. book has their own universe. Okay, yeah. this is this is what I want. Get rid of Brian Singer. 
somebody else to direct that's capable and good and actually loves and is a is an, an X Men fan. Mm-hmm. Bring in Sinister, Ooh. the Savage Land. Ooh. I like that because what's also really bothersome right now is how are you having Sinister without having it like with Apocalypse coming in. Sinister was his right hand man at one point. That's, that's what I'm saying, right? Yeah. That's what I'm saying, right? Like you're all mm-hmm. re- you're you're already writing out a very important character. But yeah. then again, you do have the. Like you have seen it, the four horsemen of the apocalypse. Like yep. There are going to be mutants that he recruits as the apocalypse. Yeah. And he probably wants Magneto to be one of those his horsemen. No, he yeah. is one of his horsemen. But again, like... But Jubilee just, was one of his horsemen, too, in the comics. Just give me Sinister. I haven't read those since I was Give me some Savage Land. Ten. You know, even, you know... Apocalypse scares the shit out of me, man. Just, just do something else. Yeah. Get rid of Brian Singer. Get somebody who reads the comics in there. I, I'm really interested to see what they do with Oscar Isaac because, you know, Apocalypse is a uh, a domineering, phys- uh, a physically domineering character, as well as being, you know, um, the strongest and oldest of all mutants, et cetera, et cetera, um, or the purest, or however you want to phrase it. Uh, he, Oscar Isaacs, is not a tall man or oscar isaac sorry is not a tall man so i'm un- i'm interested to see how they do it um and and how they he is a he, he's a he's a strong man but he's, he doesn't have a huge frame on him I sh- but uh, i think that I that, that, that it doesn't it, it won't it won't affect my enjoyment of the film because i think he is a, a a character actor that's strong enough in in those kind of roles to um to lean on the mental side of things a little bit heavier. So I, I'm, I'm really curious to see what they do with him. I'm very hopeful. I'm very hopeful. Look, uh, some of the art looks fantastic. Yeah. Some of the set art looks amazing. Some, I, I yeah. know just just from saying it, um, I'm going to jinx it, and they are actually going to do it. Uh, I can't remember if it was comics or cartoon series, but I remember this one scene one time where Wolverine uh, slashes open Apocalypse is like uh, – sort of uh, chest and, and face area, and then just, like, a little ghost comes out. <laughs> it's just, like, a little ghost in, like, a big suit. <laughs> and that was... Like, I remember just thinking, like, man, Apocalypse is really cool until it's like, oh, he's just, like, a little wormy ghost inside, like, a big metal guy. It's Casper. Casper, <laughs> gone, just, Casper just, gone wild? It's don't, <laughs> Just don't do that. Is it? Yeah. Wow. There was actually a planned... Uh, crossover between i want to say casper and ghost rider yeah are you fucking serious yeah i'm pretty sure <laughs> dude there was a punisher archie but that was a great comic punisher versus archie <laughs> did you ever read it punisher fucking bumps into art takes him to a school dance and tries to get him I'm to hook up with veronica yeah word word that's great can you imagine archie cocking a gun with the punisher It'd be like two guns. Yeah, but then again, Archie and Predator. Archie versus Predator. Anyways, getting on to it. Yeah. You want me to you want me to say my final thought? Do your thing. My final thought, Sorry. if I'm going to say any final thought, is we've I've agreed I like them all except for Last Stand, but I will say it is like reading a comic book. Mm. Same characters, same cast, different storylines as they progress into different universes so it's like you're reading yeah. a comic book you're watching a comic book yeah and I you're agree. in the universe and it's like you're seeing the universe change over time because the storyline will change yeah, and it's the universe irrelevant. Will there's like and how there's many no, origin stories for wolverine it doesn't there's, matter there's no relevance to it because it's like reading another fucking comic yeah exactly so that's why i'm thoroughly enjoying all of it and i have high hopes for age of apocalypse I want to see that kind of ghost thing come out of <laughs> that's That's really piqued my interest. Plus, Apocalypse does scare the shit out of me. 
Right on. Okay. So remember, this is... Fuck. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to be here until tomorrow. Fuck, I know. Remember, this is just the beginning of the conversation. We want to continue it on with you. So please uh, go to our website, yell at us there, reach out to us on Twitter. You guys want to offer up your Twitters? Uh, Yeah, I'm at gingers underscore revenge. I'm at Ant East. I'm at uh, YR underscore homeboy. Right on. I'm at not Brandon Fleet. And you can also visit uh, our, our Movies from My Life Twitter, which is uh, at Merle Podcast, M-R-L, M-R-M-L Podcast. Um, if you're watching a clip on YouTube right now or listening to the, the audio version on, on YouTube, uh, please remember to, uh, on your podcatcher of choice, subscribe to our podcast so you can listen to us rant for hours about all kinds of movie and geekery and whatnot subject matter um we're on itunes stitcher radio soundcloud we're on TuneIn. uh we're everywhere you can think of uh so whatever your favorite uh pod catching device is get us on it get your get our newest episode on your cell phone your whatever you're listening to podcasts on we're available there uh if you're listening to the podcast thank you and uh, you can check out clips from every episode on youtube um we just uh, are doing a a big overall of all the back catalog so you're going to see a whole bunch of content from from shows you've already heard uh going up uh so it's definitely definitely go over and subscribe there um and this is a conversation we really want to continue on. We all love the X-Men, so uh, again, just please reach out to us. We could talk about X-Men until we're blue in the face, which probably wouldn't take much for East because he's, you know, he's pretty upset. Blue face like a Pretty apocalypse? upset with Brian Singer. I d- yeah, yeah. All right. Thanks for hanging out with us. bring cottage guy into this oh yeah i have some wet bottles there eh? hey throw one of those x guys movies on